advise you to get off the streets as quickly as possible. It'll soon be a war up there. And we are, as a people, opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths. I know for a fact. And to secret proceedings. Weapons of mass destruction. I have a dream. I take the threat very seriously. A new world order. Your government thanks you for your participation. You are now listening to the world-famous Sofa King Podcast. Please, read from sheets. I am... I am... Sofa King. Sofa King. Now repeat all very fast, please. I am... Sofa King. Faster. I am Sofa King. No, not so fast. Lose its meaning. I am Sofa King. You say funny things. My buddy's got one of those. What is it? Nine millimeter carbine. Oh, that's pretty cool, actually. Yeah. It's like I already have nine, yeah. Mm-hmm. Does it break out to a pistol or it stays a rifle yeah, like that? it stays a rifle. I think someone actually suggested it's a, that. It's cheap. Yeah, it's Blake cheap Stubbs and they, they that. actually work good. How like much actually, is that? Three ninety nine. Oh, that's really good. Four sixty nine really out the door. Shit. How much? Four sixty nine out the door. Yeah, that's good. Where do they sell those? In town? Gun yeah, dealer? Mike's, yeah. Damn. Out of his house. That's pretty cool. Yeah. That's pretty tempting because you can just get nine. You have nine, then you have yeah. thirty. Here's a, nine here's a full, full build right here for eight seventy out the door in stock. Ten round magazine or something, I assume. Uh, I got plenty re- of. I got re- plenty of those. Whatever yeah. you need. Is it? Yeah. It's removable. Yeah, we can make it removable. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's removable. Yeah, anything can be. Like I told you, we you just do anything, anything you want. I that I could buy like fucking four of those. Everybody in the family would have a fucking mm-hmm. gun. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's the deal with ammo right now? Is it limited? You'd like to try to mm-hmm. buy it? Mm-hmm. You can only buy a certain amount per month yeah. or something? It's easier just to make it. If you get brass from somebody, though. I have brass. I know you have brass. You can go to the shooting range and just rake up all the brass. Just pick up the brass, just shop back that shit and mm-hmm. sift it. Mm-hmm. Put it no, in a polisher. Rake it up. I used to bag. sit there when I was a little dude and watch my grandpa fucking reload, <clears throat> dude. All that shit was out there. It's time consuming. It's yeah. actually, it's kind of like painting yeah. or yeah. anything. Yeah. Like it's like, because you're like, you're, you're, you know, you're, you're, you know, you're just sitting there running them through and then every so many you're weighing them and right. making sure that you're, everything's staying even. Yeah. I remember um, being boxes of primers, yeah. all the fucking brass, my, all mm-hmm. the fucking bullets. Mm-hmm. My grandpa had yeah. fucking cans full of gunpowder. Mm-hmm. The little fucking. Yeah. Gunpowder is a little harder to come by, um, but you can get it. I mean, you know, dies. it's just a matter of, a matter right. of, you know, you're not trying to do competition rounds, you know, so it's right. like you could put fucking whatever in them. Make it. Yeah. Make some make some <laughs> shotgun shells, like some fucking tacks and nails in them and shit. Right. You know. Can you reload uh, shotguns if that shit folds back down? Well, yeah. you buy the no, you don't reload. You oh, don't I was use like, them. Fuck. Yeah, no, you, you buy you buy the holes in the. You know what I mean? Yeah, you yeah. buy the the sleeve. Right. And then basically load it and, and it crimps you put the primer it, and know? everything. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, when you said that, I was like, whoa, you can fucking it folds that. You know back what down they might? Yeah, they might. I don't know. I never. I've never reloaded shotgun. They might reload. It doesn't fuck the end up. The mm-hmm. shells are just. It's just yeah, hard. They might it's a little them. crinkled or whatever yeah. when it's shot. I don't know. That's a good question. Why not be safe? Yeah, <laughs> I, mean, I suspect it's not safe. I don't know. Yeah. It's loose when it think, folds back down. Yeah, it's a plastic like reload. Well, actually, you know what? Can you reload? I bet you can. Look at reload. Not recommended. Probably can't. No, you. You probably can't. How much are primers and shit though? Like, are those um, expensive? Like, how no. much do you save? Well, is it not a matter of saving money? It's a matter of being able to get the ammo. Yeah. 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 That and, and you get like, 
um like you can cci primers like you you can get like the good you know what i mean you can yeah. get good like whatever components you want and exactly how yeah you can get hornady yeah hornady bullets or whatever or you could just get cheap shit for i get for, hornady when i see bullets you know yeah. what i mean yeah if you want to lob, like what I always want to do is oh, like yeah, I, I want to be able to every time I get hornity, I want to lob. I want to lob. I want to watch the. I want to watch the <laughs> fat the, lob. I want to watch it flip into their chest. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it's so slow. It just you know you can watch the bullet flip end over end, and so, it doesn't even shoot straight. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, it's just fucking. Like you don't know who it's gonna hit. Chest. Yeah, it's like it hits one person or the other. Uh, Justin Jensen yeah. said you can reload shotgun. Shows. Okay, that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. I was thinking you could, yeah, because yeah. I know people say. I was the, saying when you look at shotgun shells when you're done, like on the ground, it's like that. Yeah, it's just he's it, probably like you dummies, you yeah. California dummies. It's crinkled. Yeah, yeah. I think he's from fucking Australia or something. Yeah, I'm not allowed to have guns there. Go back in your house before the drone gets you. <laughs> drone. Yeah, they're on yeah. like crazy lockdown. Oh, are they? Yeah, they can't even like they can't do anything. Is it worth the money? So we got. Uh, an El Yucateco hot sack. Do we, this did we hash that out? We did hash it out. I didn't. Um, I didn't. I'm going to vote right now. It was uh, <laughs> Zach Moyer. Negative. Negative. Posted, he does not win the hot sack. Posted some kind of crazy turkey, white cheddar, sourdough, black tomato. Yeah, I'm not sandwich. down with it. In my meat eating days, that'd have been my sandwich. I just take the turkey off and just have a badass like grilled cheese, tomato, and sourdough. Fuck with black on it. That's good. And cock meat sandwich. Oh, I love cock meat sandwich, especially if it's freckled cock meat yeah. sandwich. <laughs> so Zach Moyer, uh, thank you for <laughs> posting on the Soch and uh, for hashtagging mm-hmm. and appreciating El Yucateco. Uh, you will be contacted by uh, Frankie Pigeons. I get hornady when so, you hashtag. Uh, yeah. So look for that and then share your bio data and you will be getting a hot sack or bag full of uh, swig and swag and you will be very happy. Here in the States, they call it freckle cock. Hmm. In the UK, they call it spotted dick. I'm pretty and sure that's the same thing. I don't know if this is, is it, is it a big ask if they talk to Frankie Pigeons to say what uh, techos they don't have yet? That well, might be a, a problem with us having it because we're right. kind of low on variety. Um, I mean, they're going to reach out. It doesn't hurt to say, you know, yeah, just because a lot of times people can't find a particular flavor. Yeah. If we have it in stock and you ask us, we, we, should, will, we, we will put that in. We the, should hit them up, yeah. see if they'll make uh, speckled cock. Speckled cock flavor? Yeah. I'm going to just go to them and think they're not going to yeah, do Yeah, I'm that thinking they're probably not going to do we, that. We can make it, though. We could. Our own concoction. Make our that. own concoction. <laughs> Comcoction. <laughs> yeah, our own concoction. So thank you, Zach Moyer. You will be uh, reached out to. And then um, like also we like Moyer. to Moyer. It's a good name. I like What's Moyer. wrong with it? Moyer? You like Moyer? I like Moyer. I like yours, so I don't want any more. Like, that's a lot Zach of Moyer. already. Zach. Zach. I don't like anybody with the name Zach either. Zach. Oh, they're cantankerous for sure. Their yeah. name is Zach. They're Zach? rascal of a kid, I bet. Yeah, Zach's a rascal. Yeah. I'll give yeah. you that. Yeah. Hard to deal with Even as a child, Zach Smith on Mindframe, he's a bit of mm, a rascal. Yeah. yeah. He's a real bastard. Yeah. yeah. I don't like him either. I mean, because he doesn't have any parents. Yeah. Not his behavior. Right. <laughs> and then <laughs> That's uh, a bastard. We yes. also like to uh, thank our patrons. Um, if you're into the show, there's multiple ways you can support us if you like the show, if you want to uh, uh, prop us up. I mean, you can support us if you don't like the show. That's true. I'm just going to put that out You can out support there. us just as easily. <laughs> yeah. It's an option. So, I mean, yeah. like you could, for like, example. Like if we got paid enough to just not do the show. We'd be very happy. we quit. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. we quit and you just keep paying us to not do the show. Like it's, <laughs> I mean, my dream, like <laughs> I, the new for a while, for. when I used to want to uh, write screenplays, like I, my sister, cause she did write screenplays for a minute. She knew somebody who sold two different screenplays to movie studios 
both of which never got produced. And he like made like a totally decent living from, he Not just like wrote, it. he wrote yeah. screenplays that no one was ever going to film. Right. And I was like, that's kind of like a dream job. I just keep writing screenplays, movie studios, keep buying them. And then I don't have any other meetings yeah. to go to. I, I already sold it. Like I'm fucking good to go. I mean, like, every once in a while you might have to do me. one. You know yeah. what I mean? You might got to do a meeting for, right. for one of them. Right. You know? Yeah. But, um, anyway, I don't even know where that came from. Oh, so yeah, I'm all about you just supporting the show. Yeah, yeah. We don't no matter what, no matter what. It threw but, me off too. I was like, wait, yeah, what's yeah. the patron's name? <laughs> Am I supposed to be making fun of them right no, now? No, no, yeah. But anyway, if you are a patron, that's a good <laughs> way to support the show. No. For just a dollar, you can um, uh, get bonus episodes. If you upgrade uh, how much you're in for, you get pretty cool, uh, unique t-shirts that you can't get anywhere else. You get all kinds of whiskey glasses. You'd even know why we're talking about Spotted Dick right now. You would. Yeah. I don't, and but I'm not a patron, so yeah, true. that true. explains it. And then give me a dollar, I'll tell you. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we just. Did, did, I mean, we're all fatherless. We see what happened was yeah. Yeah, yeah, something yeah. was wrong with yeah. my liver, and I right. thought I had jaundice. We're all fatherless here. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, that's true. So uh, our first patron that we want to thank is Morgan Keen. Mm. You both sound like you disapprove. I stared longingly into Brad's eyes for an answer. It's another Zach Moyer. Like it's Morgan, Morgan, King. yeah, Morgan, Morgan sounds yeah. like organ, and it bothers yeah. me a little bit. Sounds like Borgen. Well, it's a keen organ. <laughs> mm, that's true. I'm not, I'm not keen, on, keen on organs, though. Yeah. You think that Morgan's a he Morgan or a she Morgan? I Why think that's a girl. Yeah. Think it's a girl. Yeah. Morgan yeah. Keen's a girl. Yeah. And she got a huge clit. Well, For sure. I don't know. I can't her. determine that by the name yeah. alone. I can't. Yeah. That might be a stretch. Anybody with Morgan. I'm by a stretch. Yeah, even the males have huge clits. Yeah. Yeah, Morgan Freeman, huge clip. He does. He does have a huge clip. Yeah. It was in that one movie. Yeah, it was, it was in that movie. It was seven. In un, it's in Unforgiven. Yeah. Seven. Yeah. It was in seven. And Unforgiven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. both of them. Open um, the box. It's just Morgan Freeman's <laughs> yeah. huge clip. Yeah, to close up on his lips, you can't tell. Because you, you assume that it's his mouth. But it's right, actually, yeah. 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 It's like his mouth or the tongue. Clip mm-hmm. boner, but yeah. yeah. Then we have Michael Schlitz. Yeah. <laughs> speaking of clips. Yeah, speaking of Schlitz. Yeah. He can do the Schlitz. That's where he does the splits, but his clit keeps him up. Clip well, Michael Schlitz is an alcoholic for sure. Well, that, know yeah. that. Do they even sell Schlitz beer out here? Mm. No, I don't think so. Have you guys ever seen it? Uh, in Michigan, it was like, I, mean, I, mean, I know a about bull it. On it? But, um, is it that one? No, that's Tecate. No, that's a bird. Tecate doesn't have a that has a, that has a, uh, a Hitler falcon on it, huh? <laughs> Tecate <laughs> does look like German. <laughs> it's very German. There was probably hams. is German. There was Hams, which was a bear. Yeah. Schlitz. Yeah, Schlitz has a bull on it. Oh yep, you're right. Yeah. Oh yeah, they sell it here. Yeah, Schlitz, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they the have Mike like the big, they have the big malt liquor with the bull, but then they also have regular mm-hmm. Schlitz old, old beer, like the old school red Schlitz beer. Yeah, I remember that as a kid. The moral to the story is he's not related, and he has none of that money. No, yeah, yeah, he and, have any yeah he's just money. an alcoholic. Yeah, yeah. he just yeah. drinks that yeah. beer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And tries I mean, to tell his friends at parties. Yeah, that, Yo, this is my, my ah, uncle. My uncle Tecate is a Dutch brewer. It isn't. Fuck yeah, it's a Mexican beer though. But no, it's not. It is Dutch. Dutch Mexican. It's like Pennsylvania Dutch. Amstel. Close. Well, I think it's the same Heineken. It's the company Tecate that, and Amstel, one of the leading international brands of Dutch brewer. Huh. Tecate, Dutch brewer. Yep. Pretty sure it's a Mexican beer, but that is a German as fuck symbol. But yep. maybe they just make it in Mexico. They probably got bought by that company. It's originally yeah. brewed by Cerveceria Tecate and named yeah. after the city in Tecate, Baja, California. It's California, not Mexico. Thanks. Baja, California is Mexico. No. Yeah. No, it's Baja, California. It's California. 
it's, it's Mexico. It's a peninsula. It is a, pen- a peninsula. Yeah. Yeah. It is. So thank you for the support on the show. If you want to uh, support us, uh, just go to patreon.com black slash King. Thank Mike, podcast. Mike Dix. Mike Thanks. Schlitz. Oh. And then, uh, as always, if you want to go to uh, podbelly.com to find out things about podcasts, we are a proud member of the Podbelly Network, and you can go there to find other shows, and I'm sure Brent will shout some of them out. Said so it's brewed uh, in Mexico, today. but owned by Heineken. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think talk, they just we already talked about like this. Well, it's I don't know Baja, if you accepted Dave. Baja, Mexico. You said okay. It's in California. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Man. I understand what's happening here. I, I fucking see. know geometry for. I know you do. Exactly. You're good at it. Yeah. So our topic today: A squared plus B squared equals Georgia. That's yeah. no. That's that's different. Geography. No geometry. Yeah. It's like I know my state's good. Already like, squared uh, versus barely squared equals hey. right now squared. <laughs> yeah. Hey. That's a, when you write an essay too. Yeah. <laughs> That's different. Like an yeah. English write yeah. essay. essay. Mm. What about after school? I go homes. <laughs> <laughs> Practice my <mad> geography. <laughs> barely right now. Just barely right now, eh? So uh, this is gonna be a rough show. It already but, is a rough yeah. show. It's, uh, the way it's starting out. Yeah. But right. our usually topic, the patron shoutouts kind of set it, it, it off. Dictates set the tone. It, yeah. yeah, we already know. How was the ding? It, it was good, but it just—I think it fizzled out. So maybe know. we just need—we need a focus. We need a focus moment. He almost okay. went into. Did you hear that? He almost went into Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> do we just need to? <laughs> do we need to focus? <laughs> we just need to focus. <laughs> we just focus normal moment. again. That was weird. Uh, fucking real weird. Uh, yeah. I don't know what's happening. You okay? I'm focusing. That's my focus noise. I've been telling my son to focus at school. He's getting in trouble. Yeah. We yeah. thought he was doing good. He's not doing good. <laughs> he's, struggling. <laughs> he's struggling. No, he's like super smart. And But like my wife's like, oh, I did the parent teacher meeting. How'd that go? Not good. He's, <laughs> he's not talking like, a lot. He's behind. Yeah. He's just fucking like will not yeah. focus. She's like, I think you might need to take him to see a doctor. I was like, don't. I was like, first of all, I'd have told her to shut the fuck up. Like it's not her fucking no her the place to say yeah. Yeah, I was like, that's not nah. something you do. I was like, for one, she probably needs to spend more one on one time with them and make yeah. sure that he is focusing. I was like, what exactly are they doing? Because she sends home fucking ninety pages of homework. Right. What the fuck are they doing for eight hours in school? Does he get a ton of homework? Yes. That's where Madison yes. getting homework. Motherfucker will be up till nine o'clock at night trying to do fucking kindergarten homework. Crazy. Like they want him to try and read sentences and shit, and it's like. Aren't you supposed to teach them how to read? Like, what happened to that? Oh, now they got to go to preschool? Like, what happened to kindergarten? Fucking, they're learning fucking, like, I'm just like, oh my God. Yeah, but he can. He just, read with he, he doesn't focus. He yeah. needs to focus. It's just, it's this, so, uh, it's like the quick, I was thinking about he does when good. Max he, was in the back seat last night. Yeah. And uh, I was driving to fucking Goodwill and I just heard like video after video after video, like swap, swap, like TikTok, like pop, 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 yeah, laugh, man. pop, 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 laugh. And I was like, damn, I, I, I wonder like how they sit through a fucking movie because you need, they need constant, yeah. constant punchline. They need yeah. a punchline every yeah. 10 seconds. Yeah. Yeah. They need the payoff, payoff, yeah. payoff. Yeah. And that's what no, it is. It is a teacher it, trying to it, talk. 100% yeah. going yeah. to have an impact on learning Teacher. methods Teacher, on, yeah. on the way they process information but and it's like you have to you have to accept that as a teacher and learn how to change exactly too. i mean exactly. I, I know you're a teacher and you deal with it um but you know like you know the they, especially one? like you don't teach five-year-olds though no, no, no if no. i went into kindergarten i'm a fucking kindergarten teacher knowing that these little motherfuckers have no attention span right i have to figure out how to 
be a good teacher and teach these little yeah. motherfuckers something. It's hard. Dude, it's hard. the teacher shit's hard though. It is, man. There's a bunch of kids and they they have all these new rules now. You can't do shit to kids. Like there was a kid like you in, can't fucking in, punch them in the face anymore. No. Like in my son's class, there was a kid that would go sit in the teacher's desk while she was lecturing. Yeah. And she had to just let him do it. Nah, what you don't have to. Fuck? You don't because have to. He, he, no, because he has like like so he, that was the no. second classroom they sent him to. No. And like she would just be like, hey, like Tony, can you take this to no. the office real quick? And then tell the class, like, look, this kid's got these issues. No. He's got fidget spinning, he's got no. shit, he's on medication. We have to just let him be. He's going to do no, stuff. You don't. Like, ignore you, it. You let him be, and then they fucking. Well, listen, just I'm just telling you what the administration does. Like, Fuck they, the they tie your fucking hands. So, like, I won't say who it is, but one of my friend's wives is a say math it. teacher. Say it. They know who they are out there right now. Um, and the, t- the kid had in her class something like ODD or something instead of ADD. It was like obedient shit. disorder. And so he no. just walked by and be like, fuck you, fuck no. off. And they can't do anything about no. it. They're not allowed no. to discipline him. No. No, had, I, I wouldn't discipline. I'd kick him the fuck out. Because he's been diagnosed no. from a doctor with that's, that's that is, disorder. That's called your no parenting disorder. Yeah. Fuck that. It's your job. Like, I don't know what you're no. going to do. You'd have to quit being a teacher. No, you don't have to quit being a teacher. I don't know, man. I'd like to see I just, fucking. I feel like, I mean, I worked in the school district for know, years. But and, shit's changed even now. Yeah, so no, no, I, I get it. I know, I know it's yeah. changed, but there, there are ways. It's part of it. It's classroom management. Part of it's how to deal with the kids. Part of it, if the kid don't respect you, they don't fucking like you. You know what I mean? Like, and, and the people thing is, let them get away with shit. She like, probably doesn't. Everybody has to, some bullshit answer for something. She probably doesn't need to get out of teaching. She probably needs to go to a different fucking school. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That might there's going to be, gonna be a school where someone's going to be yeah. like, sorry. I just like, know, like, like you said, not going to say a name, but somebody I know lets their fucking kid do whatever the fuck they want. Yeah. And now they have some fucking, oh, he's been diagnosed. No. Motherfucker, no. Yeah. It's called he get an ass whooping. Yeah. And he'll learn how to fucking act. Like you don't I, and I understand there are some kids that actually have legitimate things. I'm yeah. not saying that there is no such thing as, you know, A B C disorder. But a lot of it has to do with parents don't parent anymore. That's another bad creation disorder. And part of yeah. yeah part of it is Aisha where has it. fucking parents don't parent anymore and now the school is expected to parent or yeah. they think they have to parent your children, which now they're making decisions for your children right. over you. And that's not okay. No. Like we've lost all that. But anyway, let's talk about shoes. Yeah, what kind of shoes those kids wear? They were Nikes. Oh, nice. Yeah. So Good we job. like we like to cover corporations, especially when there's like some uh some uh like Fox Con. I should say the closet. Yeah. yeah. Uh the the where this topic came from was Steve Foster said that I went on a rant about Bill Bowerman mm. on the Ranjish episode of that fucking Oregon cult, mm. the wild, wild country one we covered. And there was the fucking men of Oregon that fought against them. Yeah. I went back and listened to the mm. rant and I was like, where did I find this information on Bill Bowerman that I was all excited about? Who's that? Because it's uh, one of the founders. It's like the mm. guy with the waffle iron that makes the fucking oh, soul the shoe, right, the track right, coach, right. um, which he is a badass. So if you're out there, um, there's a 12 minute video um, called Builderman, Bill Bowerman, the Builderman. And if you watch it, it's Sam Elliott um, narrates the whole thing mm. because he actually went to Oregon State and he was actually on the track team. And mm. He actually knew uh, Bill Bowerman. But he is a neat character. I just couldn't find enough. I got some stuff just in case you don't touch base and mm. your notes on it. I don't Ooh. know. Call well, here, I have some stuff on him. Just I didn't look into it. I was more into the I know, like Nike and child and, labor. Like, and, I didn't yeah. look into him very much at all. He's a pretty even, cool cat. Even when I hear, like... Again, Nike when giving I, kids jobs is revolutionary. When I hear about Nike, I don't ever, like, I don't ever think... You think of Phil Knight. Of a person. Of you don't Knight. think of a person, yeah. yeah. Or you or Well, because those are the two founders. Yeah, yeah, Phil yeah. Knight was the guy who he was, was the, the one who, for much who pumped longer. it, yeah. yeah. Um, so, uh, but, I mean, Nike is very unique um, 
marketing wise because, and I didn't realize it was like this from fucking day one, but it's like, if you, if you went back in time to like the eighties and you watched a commercial for just about anything, if it was like a fucking Adidas commercial or a Converse commercial, it was for this shoe, right? It was a commercial for this Converse. That's going to be on sale at Foot Locker for $39 this Saturday, you know? And it's like Nike, their very first commercials were just Nike. They didn't yeah. show the product. Like, no, this this isn't about us. It's selling like the a girl product. running on the they road. They sold the experience. The fucking the yes. road. Yes. Yeah, and that's 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 the genius of, of and Nike. It, <laughs> it changed corporate yeah. culture. It changed uh, brand. Like it's all about branding. Like Naomi yeah. Klein wrote a brilliant book called No Logo, and it's just about you want to link your customer to yeah. the corporate logo and to what your corporation represents. Right. And it's, Nike yeah. is the alt. Like when you think of, of sneakers or sweatsuits or anything like that, Nike is the one that equals athletic success. Yeah. And it's kind of, it, with shoes, it's really distinct. Like if you, like if you think of a skater, what shoe are they wearing? Vans. Exactly. Or, or like Nikes that's now. the spirit. Yeah, like that's the yeah. spirit of it. Yeah. Right. And Nike like, came out with SBs. Right. So, and you then know, you have, it's like yeah. there's a different mo there's a different spirit b- yeah. behind Adidas and behind Converse yeah. and behind but well, Nike. New Balance. Uh, What's yeah. New Balance? Runners, you know, New right. Balance or right. you know, yeah. uh different yeah. running Puma, Asics, you, probably, you know. Yeah, Puma Asics, you probably think soccer or something yep. when yeah. you think of that. But with Nike, it's just athleticism and from day one, it's like every time any sport anywhere in the world has a breakout. This is the best person in that sport. Mm-hmm. Nike signs them and doesn't even necessarily uh, give them a line of gear because there's not yeah. enough of them to do that. But we just capture their image. We see them sweating and waking up at four see, in the morning and, and busting their ass and winning a gold medal. Yeah. And then it's just, there's never Check. even a Nike swoosh. anything. And then swoosh. Yeah. And it's like, that's, there's a, there's a, smart. there's yeah. a video on a, on a branding company and they do, uh, they do like logos and stuff and they're like fucking high end. Mm-hmm. And, uh, they talk about, the guy's always talking about, you know, business and he's like, he'll have like a small group of people and he's talking, he's discussing, you know, like, uh, basically how to price like me making a logo for you. Right. And he's like, so like, say I take, you know, and he uses, he always uses Nike for an example, mm-hmm. the, the, the fucking, just the swish, swish you know, yeah. and the, the swoosh. Right. And, uh, and the guy's like, he's like, so, you know, it, it took me you know, what, what do you value more like time or money? I read like this. If, yeah. I read that. And he's like, so he's like, so like, and the guy's like, well, you know, I, I feel like if I paid you $18,000 that is that, and it only took you two hours to come up with my logo, like I'm getting gypped. Right. He's like, oh, okay. So you want me to take, you know, you want me to take, uh, three months to make your logo. So I drew it in two hours, but I'm just going to give it to you in three months. So, right. <laughs> you know, you, so you feel like it's worth it. Yeah, the guy's like, right. well, no, like then, then I feel like, you know, and he's Where like, so he's like, so you're, t- it's a video. Oh, okay. It's a video. And he's, he's talking, he's like, so you're, so you're, hold on a second. He's like, so your time, uh, is valuable then, right? So your time is worth. So if I don't take you, you're punishing me because I'm a good artist and I'm fast and I come up right. with something right. and he's like, he's like, uh, because you want it to be faster, but you don't want to pay me for it. You know, like there's a good thing, but he uses Nike as an example and the Nike, um, the logo, like it, it it's the most simplest form of yeah, a logo yeah. yep. and and it's, and it's recognizable among they paid 30, any brand. $35 for it. Yeah. yeah. And they, and they would and pay an undisclosed amount of stock. It was 500 shares. I saw <laughs> Phil, uh, Phil Knight told, okay. uh, someone, uh, talk show host, that they gave her those, and he said they're worth a million bucks. But I did the math since the '80s or whenever mm-hmm. she got it, 
or 60s, whatever it was, the stock has split 11 times to mm-hmm. date. And I did some math. It's like $11 million. Yeah. yeah. Is so, she never sold and, that. And that's where, and then he goes into that. Like, he's like, okay, well, how about this? Like, you know, the, he, he talks the about all this with me then. Yeah. So he's like, well, you know, he goes into another, another guy's talking to him and he's like, okay, well, that's too much for a logo. He's like, well, how about I do, I do the logo for free. Right. And, you and the guy's share. like, yeah. And then, but I get 50% of all of your products that you sell. And the guy's like, well, 50% is a lot. And he's like, yeah, but you're not coming out of it anything. I'm coming out. You know what I mean? Right, he's like, right. you holding the logo hostage. That's but right. my point is, is that that fucking logo, you know, like people don't realize the the branding of a company. Right. How, I mean, you just, they have a pair of sweatpants and it just has a fucking white mark on it. But that fucking logo is embedded into our mind. Dude. It means, it means everything. Because it's being made at the same sweatshop as the i mean the as same the, the same exact sweatpants are being made without the swoosh mm-hmm. and with a different label sewn on to I them have to say for though, a tenth of the price I have to say so well, I have to say uh, that I, I I do I don't know that that's entirely true because I buy like Nike joggers and I won't buy I'm very picky I mean you guys know this well so I won't buy like fleece and Nike makes cheap fleece stuff mm-hmm. and everybody makes fleece like inside joggers so it's really rare for me to find a pair of joggers that don't have the fleece lining. They're mm-hmm. just, so I really look for, uh, and I like Nike joggers, like in saw why, but they're, and they're a fucking 80 to a hundred dollars sure. for a pair of fucking sweatpants, right. but I can't find them in, you can't just go to Walmart and buy a cheap ass pair of sweatpants. Right. Uh, but the quality on them is really good. Like mm-hmm. you, you are paying an, a stupid amount for a fucking pair of a shorts or a right, shirt and right. $55 for a t-shirt. Right. But the t-shirts, they are, they're not this shit. They're right. not a fucking $8 right. Eddie right. Bauer shirt from fucking Sam's club. You know, um, they are a better quality. Um, now if they're being rebranded to something else, possibly either made in a factory that does it. Right. I mean, I'm sure right. have I found them? No, I can't find a fucking cheap brand. That's the same quality, you know. And what maybe I mean? Nike has enough clout, and it is part of it that they will want a, you know, a one-off. We're only going to yeah. have a higher quality, yeah. or so, this factory is only making our shirts, and yeah. you can't split them to other shirts or whatever. But because I know that's the, that's a consensus, like a lot of things that are made in in China or fucking wherever, you know, yeah. Indonesia, yeah. Um, there, there's a copy of it, right. you know. Um, but is it as good? I watched a Vice guide on this, uh, and they went to the shoe, the fake shoe capital of the Mm -hmm. world in China, this little place, and watched this guy talking about fake shoes, and they fucking released those shoes because they have like insiders Mm -hmm. bringing shit out the back door, like soles and shit, and then the employees are walking out of the factory, and they fucking hit them up on the street and get them, and they make shoes that are so fucking like, it looks just like it, and he calls them replicas. The the, the industry of that, like every night, like the as when the lights go out, all the fucking mopeds come out, Mm -hmm. and all these dudes have these (laughs) giant bags with boxes of fucking Nike shoes and a bunch of crazy, every cool shoe, shoes that are $1,800 a pair, tons of them. And then they're going to this place and they're like sitting on the corners out on the street, packing them and getting them ready to be shipped to buyers online. And this dude makes like a hundred grand a month selling replica he calls them replica shoes right and they fucking look just like it yeah the looks though are different than feels yeah like there's a lot of well he said they have he's like we got the same material it's like they sourced it from here he's like i'm I'm here where they're getting their shit and making it he's like most of the stuff and there are and some of them are paying half the price it's it's like rolexes so Mm -hmm. you can buy a cheap hundred dollar fake rolex or you can buy a twelve hundred dollar fake rolex right the twelve hundred dollar one's gonna be a nice watch nice watch yeah it's not 
the ro- you don't have the Rolex fucking stamp it's inside. Not a $12, of, you know what I mean? Rolex, it, yeah. Well, they're close. You know right. what I mean? But it's not. Yeah, it's not the twelve thousand. Right. It's gonna be gold plated, not fucking right. actual gold or right. diamonds. You know, it's got it's got uh, you know fake diamonds as opposed to the real ones. You yeah. know, yeah. But you're still getting a really nice watch. Yeah, the mechanics might. Still the mechanics be the are still Swiss. They're still you know what I mean? Or they're you know so it, it's um. Yeah, there's there's so much stuff. It's the same thing. Magic cards are the same way. Magic cards, you're paying for a fucking piece of cardboard. Yeah. yeah. There's, a, there's a card out there that's $10,000. You're paying for a piece of cardboard. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and then there's there's fakes. There, there's Chinese companies that make fakes. Are they exact? No. Are they 95%? Yeah, they're 95%. They're right. pretty fucking close. Yeah. And the only way you can tell is if you're fucking real good with them, if you've handled right. that card for real, or you ripped that motherfucker, you know? And, and I think the, I mean, if you're worried that you're getting rip off Nikes, I think like from everything that I read, the safest avenue to make sure you're getting the real thing is to buy it from a, a major, major brick and mortar chain, yeah. like at a store, go yeah. to Foot Locker, yeah. go to, and then yeah, it's because like, because eBay, they got a shipment yeah. that's there. But if you buy it on eBay, even if you buy it on Amazon, you might be buying it from some third party seller. Most times you are, you know, and eBay, like, or any, Nike.com, anybody, obviously you're going right. to get the real Anybody shit, can but, produce a receipt. Yeah. Check I can go, out, I can though. go buy a pair, get a receipt for them. Take them back. They yeah. in that vice thing. I have a receipt. They, they had you know? just busted a Chinese operation of fake shoe, like underground fake shoe sales, and they they confiscated in the United States. They made it all the way here, and it was three hundred thousand fake pairs of Nikes mm-hmm. worth seventy three million dollars. Yeah. seventy three yeah, yeah. million dollars. It, it's shoes. in New York. You know, you go like I said, the first time I had ever been to New York. You walk through Battery Park, and fucking there's guys with briefcases, and, and they Jordans fucking and shit. No, not Jordan, but watches. Oh yeah. You go you go to Chinatown and they're like, you know, hey Chanel, you know, fucking blah right, blah blah, Michael right. Kors. You know, they're they're kinda they whisper this stuff and then they take you to a back room in some little front store and it's it's kind of a fucking weird That's you don't like know if somebody's gonna beat to you. They're like psst, psst, they'll be like yeah, they look at me and they're all, psst, they're all steroids, steroids. And I'm like, what the yeah. fuck? And then they're all, psst, yeah. and then they say, You wanna get married? Psst, psst, donkey. And then I'm like, What the fuck is happening? What they yeah. and it escalated <laughs> and I swear yeah. to God, someone was all yeah, yeah. Psst, psst, Dynamite? I was like, Jesus Christ! Oh my <laughs> dynamite? God! Yeah. Like where, from bro? Steroids? Yeah, dynamite. Yeah, and yeah. like fucking a block. I was yeah. like, whoa! Yeah. So same shit in New York, but it's fashion. So you can go and get, you know, these these higher end. You're still paying a hundred dollars for this purse, but that purse is a two thousand dollars or ten thousand dollars. You know, but yeah. you know, um, there there's a market for all of that replica stuff. People, there's tons of people walking around with fake ass shit. You know, yeah, they don't and don't know uh, it. Maybe that they don't know it for or sure. they bought it and it's fake and, and they paid a, forty bucks sh- for it and they're happy with it. I watched a show where that you know? dude only deals in fake yeah. shit. Like he, you know, it's fake. Like he yeah. go there and get fake right. Gucci it's, shit. Like it's one of those things though. Too like my, I mean, I'm sure any woman you know has bought a purse somewhere and it's a right. fucking cheap ass twenty dollar purse and the motherfucking straps break yeah. and the fucking yeah. shit. But when you go buy you know uh, a uh, a four hundred dollar purse or five hundred dollar purse with real leather like those things last for a Years, long yeah, time yeah, yeah. and you have a tendency to take better care of them too oh yeah I you know what i mean like you, you're it. cleaning it yeah and, yeah, and yeah. you know it's not a uh, bullshit but real leather makes purse. a huge difference you mm-hmm. know um and, and same thing goes with with quality shoes uh nike within itself you know, you can buy a, a, a pair of, you know, they come out with the new hotness, whatever it is, mm-hmm. like some Air Air Force, you know, ones or whatever, and or Jordan ones, you know, and it's right. like this, you know, they have two different versions. They're going to have a, an A grade and a B grade. The B grade costs 100 bucks. The A grade leather costs 190 bucks right. or $220. 
and you can really feel the difference. The shoe is a better quality. Um, there's probably more than three grades because there's the color whatever variant grade that they have. That yeah, there's they, there's a ton there's a of ton different of, things. Of, of but different I'm saying things. a basic grade, like you have yeah. different the quality. Uh, is yeah, so. you'll find a pair in Ross, and those ones are fucking hard as rocks. Like yeah. they're real Nikes, they're just hard as fucking rocks. You buy a pair at Foot Locker, and they're 190 dollars, and they're a nice soft leather yeah. that's already broken. You know, right. and you've really paid for a quality shoe. You can feel the difference. Yeah. Um. You know, and some people are willing to pay for it. You know. Yeah. Some people, you know, are like, fuck, that's crazy. I like my $20, $30 yeah, I've shoes. I've never been you know? able to get my head so, around shoe prices. So the founding of it, they started as, uh, so it was Bill Bowerman who was a track coach at University of Oregon. Yeah. And it was, so his student or his former student, his yeah. ath- an athlete of his uh, was Phil Knight. And apparently, and I only saw this in one article, but Phil Knight had a uh, uh, assignment in a class where he had to like design a company or something. Right. So he basically designed the idea that we can buy dirt cheap shoes from Japan and then remarket them in the United States. He and said he noticed cause he was a track athlete. And so like for him, it was like it hit more home for that product cause it was like close to home. But he said he had noticed that like the Japanese camera market had overtaken the German, which mm-hmm. was like a superior product forever. But Japan was able to do that. And mm-hmm. he, he thought, well, I bet that could happen with shoes too. Cause like track shoes are shit right. or whatever. And I think Bowerman had been fucking with shoes yeah. for a while. He was like, he was making, to, took hobbler and he was and, trying yeah. to, yeah, he was learning how to make shoes from a cobbler cause he wasn't satisfied with any of the track shoes that his athletes were running in. And he was trying to make better shoes hmm. for his athletes. Um, and then the two, it was just like the perfect coincidence moment between the two. It's like, oh, I'm trying to make better shoes. And it's right. like, oh, I have a good. And they even, they started selling your, your jam. Yeah, man. I thought I saw that and it like made me happy. Like their first thing they did was, um, Phil Knight said, I'll just go to Japan and see what's up. So he went there like basically, like basically a tourist, like r- walking around, see who he could talk to. And he found Onitsuka Tiger, who at the time wasn't in the United States of America. Right. It wasn't owned by ASIC yet at that point. Um, and he it got, was just on he got to talk Tiger. to the yeah. guy, like yeah. the fucking guy. Yeah. And on the fucking spot, he made up a name and said he was Blue Ribbon Sports and he wanted to become their American distributor. And he bought like a minimum purchase of like, I don't know, it wasn't that many pairs of shoes. It was like 50 pairs of shoes or something. Yeah. And he came back and sold them out of the back of a Volkswagen bus. Yeah. <laughs> Actually to, at tracks. Yeah. So he showed up to track meets and like, I got Did this you really make money seven. after flying to Japan though? Well, no, like, it was and, like more business experiment. He was in yeah, business school and it was based true. off of yeah. his paper that he wrote and he was trying to see what he could do. And so he, Will these shoes sell? Yeah. If I go and get they them, did. Yeah. They're better shoes, you know? Yeah. And so he ended up selling on Suka Tigers out of the back of a Volkswagen bus to track athletes and then ended up partnering up with uh, Bill Bowerman. Um, and they and opened, I mean, in his first year, hustling out of the fucking back of his bus, he sold 1,300 pairs of shoes. Yeah, because they started shipping him. He flew over there just to make the connection, shake the hand. Yeah, he they got the number. Yeah. yeah, he got the number and fucking... Um, but that's Bill, a good fucking hustle, dude. Yeah. 1,300 pairs of shoes and I a think fucking... they even showed on, on the documentary that I watched about that, they even told how many dollars he was paying um, for the shoes and it was like eight bucks a pair or something and he was yeah. coming back and selling them for 30 or something yeah. it wasn't it was a good profit market right, a good market um, but bill bowerman like just to, i'll give the quick because we've been fucking talking about counterfeit shoes all fucking day mm-hmm. um he was like 
fucking rowdy student should have been named Zach. He was real cantankerous. Mm. He got in fights at school and a bunch of shit. Um, but they ended up, one of his teachers had like a heart to heart discussion with him and said, Hey, if you don't quit fighting and do better in school, you're going to end up fucking just dead on a bar floor at some point in time. And it hit hey, home. I'll say that. And so he found sports and started doing football. And they said he wasn't the greatest athlete, 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 athlete. <laughs> oh, was he in wrestling? Yeah, he was, at, he was in wrestling. He wrestling was athlete. Um, or the fastest, but he was the smartest. They said that, um, he was able to, like he he was influenced by his track coach. What was that guy's name? Coach Hayward. It said, and he was influenced by him because of that guy did like motion studies before there was. Like he would take pictures of athletes in motion, like throwing the discus, people mm-hmm. running and seeing like what's their knee height. This guy's really fucking good. Look where his knee reaches mm. the fucking chest. Like when review he's running. tape. He's like high yeah. knee. Like he was like review right. tape and breaking it down to technique. And he learned from that and used that. Um, but other like cool shit. Um, he took off and went to uh, World War Two. Saved some dude's life. He got a fucking bronze star and a silver star. But he also negotiated the surrender of four thousand German troops just by talking a general German, uh, uh, a general, a German general down. Damn. He said um, he he confronted the the German and said engage or disarm, and fucking got four thousand troops and a general to surrender. Um, towards the end of the war. So he, he's like kind of a fucking wartime badass. No shit. Um, then he became a coach and a teacher at Oregon State. Um, and people came from all around for this University fucking dude. University of Oregon. University of Oregon. Um, and I'm he was kind of... that because everybody yeah. in Oregon just yeah. like nails got, on a chalkboard. They fucking... Yeah. Oh, they were mad. <laughs> Brent's going to get a death letter. <laughs> they fixed it. College professor fixed it for me. No, um, you still said it. But he would go to people and There's do things like... Like one of the track kids, like they told stories because they had interviews with people that actually knew him. Like he's little old men now talking about what the coach used to do. And he said, one time I got back from the dentist and he said, come here, let me see your feelings. He said, let me see him. Tilt your head back. He talked like George Bush, apparently. Mm-hmm. He leaned his head back and opened his mouth and he like dropped a fucking earthworm in his mouth. And he would do shit like that to people where he put like, somehow he had elephant shit. Dick. And he put elephant shit in people's mouth, just like what? fucking practical joke. But it's back in the day, man. Why are you opening your no, mouth? No, that doesn't. That doesn't oh, that's, that's not being a practical back joke. Back in the day Hold doesn't explain the supply no. chain of getting elephant yeah. shit. It's said in the thing that he got it from a circus. I didn't want to go into that because it sounded crazy. But he got it from a circus and put it in someone's mouth. But. Um, he also invented like artificial turf for the track. Like he was oh, the wow. first person to make artificial turf for the track. Um, and he actually brought jogging to the United States of America hmm. because they went somewhere. This fucking the fucking running Mr. Miyagi. Well, that yeah. explains it because He's the fucking... first athlete they ever used in an ad was like some world record, like just runner jogger person. Yeah, like jogging. No one even thing. knew who the person was. Jogger man. It's like they could have yeah. made their first because they were already huge when they did their first ad. I can't remember they. So traveled. they could have hired OJ they went to, Simpson. I think it was like they, he somebody. took the track team uh, to a, like a major meet in New Zealand or something. He took the whole track team there, and there was a guy that had survived four heart attacks or something, and he introduced jogging to him and while they were in new zealand he lost like 20 fucking pounds jogging and fuck? he came back how did nobody know how to jog he wrote a book called jogging and it like caught fire in the united yeah. states and everyone started jogging wait a minute and that's bill bowerman like, nobody knew how to, like here. people didn't know how to jog they, they didn't, didn't jog. jog they didn't do it they did like pull up some no. monkey bars and like the people that did sprints just did the sprint they didn't go on long distance runs like that um, they didn't do long distance like conditioning like that hmm. they didn't run like that it and was, it was also i think also it was a thing where I don't like if I think you might have been running if you were an athlete or if you were a student athlete or something as part of your training. But I don't think it was ever recreational and for normal. It wasn't people. the American mindset that you you're going to jog. Go, I'm not going to wake up this morning and go jog. Like you, you saw jog someone though. running down the street. You thought they were running from it was someone. full speed. <laughs> yeah. Or they were just, they never jog. Someone yeah. must be no, behind them. No, they never jog. It fuck full speed <laughs> or you were walking. Yes, it's one so or the other. That was it. He so fuck, and then he brung jogging. They were like, oh yeah. shit, you can go oh, medium he speed. It. He brung that shit he for did. sure. 
Well, uh, no, medium also, speed. I mean, but that also would have fed into Nike. Yeah. Like, you know, so, and, and yeah. I'm almost there. Like, I'm almost done with with Bill Bowerman, but he yeah. deserves a little spot here. Just, but so, in the 24 it. years that he trained people, he trained 31 Olympians, 51 wow. All Americans. Jesus. Um, his uh, he created 12 American record holders, 24 NC2A champions, 16 of his athletes. NC2A. I don't know what that is. NCAA. Uh, it, it's they said NC2A, but it is AA. It said yeah. NC2A on the fucking NCAA. thing. Yeah. Um, 16 of his athletes ran sub four minute miles which is fucking crazy. Like under four minutes for a mile is a fucking yeah. encouragement or yeah. it's an accomplishment. I think, I think they do better. Um, and then uh, <laughs> the last thing I have to say is when he worked for Nike, um, they gave him a shoe to look at and review. And he said, I respectfully call it the shit shoe and mm. promptly resigned. And they said over his, um, his, um, his involvement with Nike, he resigned a total of 31 times. <laughs> uh, <laughs> He's like, this is a shitty ass shoe. I resign every yeah, time. That's awesome. Like, damn, he resigned again. Who made that shitty design? But he never quit. Yeah. So he resigned yeah. 31 times, but never actually quit. Yeah. And, uh, I'll be back tomorrow. Yeah. Sam yeah. Elliott he has better said, come up with an idea. Um, when people ask you, how does Nike do it? He said, it's not how Nike does it. It's it's who who did it, and he who said, Nike and that's does. that's Bill Bowerman. I right. mean, Phil Knight is like the businessman part of it, but For that sure. motherfucker is like behind with the waffle iron and that whole thing that he created this, the shoe sole with the fucking his wife's waffle iron at yeah. the table. They found the original waffle iron in their backyard after doing a PG&E dig. They found the waffle iron and some shoes. Damn, he, dude, because they didn't have like a dump or something, so we just bury all his trash in the backyard, and his son still owned the property. And while doing some construction, they found some shoes and the waffle iron, and it's in a museum now. I bet. Yeah, I bet it is. So they um. So between the two of them, I mean, it was just, it was the perfect combination. I mean, Bowerman's going to add all the reputation that you need. And then Phil Knight brought the business acumen and they ended up in 19 and this is the 1960s. So by 1965, they had enough money to hire their first employee. Um, and then in was 19- actually responsible for naming the company. Did yeah, you know that? Yeah. yeah. Yep. Um, and then uh, came up with, um, or they opened up their first Nike retail store in Santa Monica, California in 1966, which I thought was also, it also spoke to. I think that's actually the Blue Ribbon. I don't think that was Nike yet. Yeah, it you're right. It's not yeah, Nike yet. It's Blue Ribbon at that but point. But it yeah. speaks to the to their business sense because they're like, we've, we're really selling these shoes well. We've got an employer or an employee. We've got all these shoes coming in. We need to open a, a store. Jogging is taking off, you know, and they're like, well, we're not going to do it in fucking Beaverton, Oregon. I'll you, know, you, you know what? Though, we're like, do it in I would Santa love Monica, to go on a time machine to go to that store and just see on it. Suka Tiger. That's all it was. You yeah. know, and they look like, the same. They're still it's the same. like uh, it's like it could have turned into like a stride. Right. You know what I mean? For like sure. it's like some weird fucking sure. off brand. It's like in the marketplace yeah. somewhere, and you're like, "What the fuck are those? Oh, Nobody names, wants to dude, wear those." Like, they had like Dimension Six. Like a oh. bunch of their names were like yeah, crazy Dimension weird. Six names. Was yeah. one of their but I think that that really Dragon. speaks to their that speaks to them knowing the market because I'm imagining if jogging was a new fad. Santa Monica, beautiful weather oh, all yeah. the time, yeah. beaches. That's where you're gonna fucking jog yeah. year round. That's, smart. that's where you open a fucking store. Like that was just. Yeah you know, far away from your, you and your business. Like it's all the way, you know, down South. Um, but yeah. And all they're doing is that. And then, um, in Baja, California, right in California. That's right. right there in the- then in 1971, they decide, I was like, why the fuck are my Nike notes so thick? And it's because I have all this extra <laughs> paper, yeah, 20 there. pages of nothing of blank pages. Um, so then, yeah, the, so Phil Knight wanted to call it dimension six, 
And everybody was like, mm. and the reason they quit too is because of, they couldn't, they could not fucking keep up with supply on on Sick of Tiger. They were selling that shit so fucking fast, and Japan was basically fulfilling whatever they needed to do in Japan mm-hmm. and just sending the leftovers to them. Right, and they but were it selling, still wasn't it wasn't enough. enough. Yeah. And they were like, you know what, fuck it. And you know they made fucking um, a uh, ASIC cord or an ASIC Cortez or some shit. They had a Cortez. Um, by Onitsuka Tiger before they had a Nike Cortez. Cortez. There's a Nike Cortez. The Nike Cortez, oh, yeah. the old gangster shoe. Yeah, the old gangster oh, shoe. Oh, okay. But that oh, was actually, they had a, like an Onitsuka Cortez oh, or some shit. Hmm. So, yeah. So, Phil Knight wanted to call it Dimension 6. They went through different stuff. The first employee said that they should call it Peregrine. I never thought about it. The Cortez is named after the person that went and slaughtered all the Mexicans. Yeah, and sure. the Mexicans yeah. wear yeah. the shoes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I never thought about that shit. <laughs> that is funny. That's fucking, that, yeah. They wanted huh. to name it Peregrine hmm. after a the more falcon. You know. And then they wanted to name it Bangle to bite off of Puma. Ooh. And everybody was like, yeah. eh. And then, so apparently he... Uh, uh, Phil Knight was on an airplane and he read an in-flight magazine that was talking about the the naming of the company's Kleenex and Xerox and they said that there was something there was something that led to success about a, a two syllable brand name with a hard sound in it like a K or an X an exotic letter yeah and he was like okay and then he started thinking about it and he was like Nike and uh which was the and i don't think he thought nike um i think they were someone else suggested nike I can't oh you're right you're yeah. right because th- that uh, that first employee said nike and his response was i guess we'll go with the nike thing for a while i don't like any of them but i guess it's the best of the bunch but you know the the actual story story and this sounds like some crazy prophetic fucking cool story and i don't know if it's true but i saw it in a couple different places um, is he was at the patent office like they were filling out the paperwork finishing the shit to name it dimension six or some other shit one uh-huh. of the other names and the jeff johnson fucking employee called and, and interrupted it and got a hold of him and said and he, this is crazy he said i had a dream last night you have to call it nike and he dreamt that they had to name the company nike and at the last hour at the patent office they were like okay so okay like, fine they nike. just in their gut they're like dimension it, six would have been gone fucking yeah. oh like, yeah it's terrible. Yeah. yeah. So then they they switched it and what's to, Nike? It became that Nike. means uh, it's, Ro- the, it's the Greek goddess of victory. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So and my uh, son gave me a whole history lesson about that, like Nika, Nika, Nika. This whole fucking thing. He knew all kinds of shit about. What'd you call me? Yeah. <laughs> yes. But then eventually, so in the uh, the Roman goddess when she evolved from Greek to Roman was named Victoria, which is where we get the name Victory. So it's all right. part of that that same thing. So their first shoe that they made, except for according to some dude who seems like a real fucking douchebag, because every every article was like, the first shoe I ever made was a 1972 moon shoe. But then apparently there's some fucking athlete who kept saying, that's not fucking true. The first shoe was a shoe I wore, goddammit. Yeah, you want to claim that. Like, he made it in his dick, kitchen, like, sewed it up out of kangaroo leather and... Put some rubber in a waffle iron. I mean, the first branded Nike one's probably the moon shoe, though. Right. Yeah. But the but, guy who keeps saying it's mine, it wasn't that he made it. It was that he said that they made it for him to run yeah. in. Which was um, actually made for someone else, and they let him borrow it because he was running in the Olympics. So he's an even bigger douchebag. Yeah, that's the true you. story is that yeah. some track guy had him, and then they're like, hey, he's going to run the Olympics, like, and let him wear him. And then he won, like, silver or something in hmm. some some event wearing those shoes. And then, so from then on, he claimed those shoes were made for him. Right. So they made the moon shoe in 1972. 
Um, one of them recently sold at Sotheby's a couple of years ago, auction house in London for $435,000. Um, just one, huh? Well, no, it was a pair. A pair. Yeah. <laughs> like, and they're made up. They look like you fucking dug them out of somebody's backyard. That might be like, the ones that got were, dug out of their backyard. I don't know. And it, cause it said that the ones that sold weren't a regular moon shoe. It was like part of some Is limited. One, it was run the one of 12. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I saw that one. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was one of 12 that they made, and, and they were used in the trials at the 1972 Munich Olympics. Um, and uh, the so they got the company. They've got the selling. They, they've just changed their name to Nike. Now they know that they need this, this logo. And this was when they went to a Portland State University graphic design student named carolyn davidson so she wasn't even a graphic designer she was a student yeah she she wasn't even a graphic design student she was a student of some other discipline and she was currently taking a graphic design course or something i saw on some documentary interview crazy and they hit her up and she made a couple different ones and he didn't really like the swoosh yeah yeah he sounded like he didn't fucking like anything yeah it's like every time they're like oh we've got this logo we've got this saying we've got this thing he's like yeah it's the best whatever he doesn't like it sells (laughs) like that's whatever he doesn't doesn't want to pay a lot for yeah right yeah well the the so this is an article from this month or actually last month the 24th uh talks about a pair of michael jordan's um there were one game yeah, the, the, he wore in game. They just sold for one point four seven million dollars. Yeah. Were those the Converse? No, they're Nikes. Oh, wow. they're the, the red and white ones. The white with the red. I saw the yeah. article. Yeah. So, so Carolyn Davidson designs the swoosh, and uh, like we said, she got thirty five bucks for it. Phil Knight didn't like it, um, and then in eighty three, they gave her a solid gold swoosh ring with a diamond in it. And then they gave her apparently five hundred shares. Five hundred. I looked it up yesterday. As of yesterday, the stock was at one hundred and seventy-seven per share. And with with eleven splits, this could be way off. But with eleven splits over since the eighties or whatever, um, it was at eleven million three hundred and twenty-eight thousand today. If she Not held bad. it and didn't sell, um, so the company just fucking blows up. So in seventy-six, they hire their first uh, advertising agency. Um, and they make their first commercial, which is called There Is No Finish Line, and they don't even show any Nike products. It's just um, the – I thought I had it in here, but I guess I don't have it in here. Whoever the fuck the guy was, it was just uh, some guy who was like a hardcore runner, the most famous of the runners, which doesn't mean that he's famous, but it's basically an ad of you know endurance and athletic potential and whatever, and then you get the swoosh. Um, and then by, so by 1980, Nike had attained 50% of the market share in the U S athletic shoe market. Uh, Walt stack, I think Walt stack. Yeah. Okay. July 1st, 1988. So they blew the fuck up and apparently the early Nike company, he was, yeah, he was 80 years old running on the giddy, uh, the golden gate bridge. They yeah. 80 yep, year old man. Yep. So the early Nike atmosphere in the company, they, like they wanted it to run like a fraternity, and I guess Phil Knight was part of this. Like everyone, like everyone, they said they had like fucking a tequila drinking fountain and everybody would like the most common word that they called each other was butt face. And I guess it was a lot of wrestling and yeah. punching and just fucking they were like athletes. frat boy. Yeah, they were frat they were boy athletes. athletes. <laughs> and Phil Knight sort of encouraged that. And even in 95, 
when it was becoming much more corporate and it was really blowing up and all of that had to get squashed because HR came in and said, no, no, like this is just lawsuit after lawsuit waiting to happen. And Phil Knight said that the company was not as fun as it used to be. So he wanted that frat boy. Uh, I mean, I have to say SWAT, SWAT used to have a pool table and like fucking at any given time, like fucking eight skateboards leaned against the fucking yeah, couch sure. that was back there. And yeah. It's, the Google, you know I mean? yeah, it's like a, it's like a startup, you but know, I, like, like, but you know. what I was getting at was, yeah, like it might've been more fun, but it was kind of nerve wracking for business. It was like, Jesus mm-hmm. fucking Christ. Mm-hmm. There's an old lady at the counter. You guys shut up. Yeah. Um, so apparently they also like early on, they realized the power of bad press. So one of their first people that they hired was a Romanian tennis player named Eile uh, Nastase who apparently was like internationally famous for having a horrible temper and yelling at the, at the referees and throwing her fucking tennis racket. And, and, uh, uh, all she was just like a horror. She was a great athlete, but a horrible person. So they signed her because they wanted that attitude, you know, yeah. in there. Um, then it's a, it's yeah, a as, guy. Oh, is it? Yeah, I looked, I thought it was a girl too, but I looked oh, it up. This okay. is the guy though. Yeah. Foul tempered tent Romanian this guy, yeah. guy. Yeah. I was picturing a sexy Romanian girl. That's <laughs> too bad. Check his out. a picture of his ass right here. No, see. Right. Good. Um, then they signed Charles Barkley. Mm. Um, after he was like the bad boy of basketball, he had spit on a fan, talked all this shit. And, uh, that was when they were like, let's sign Barkley. Like everybody right. fucking hates his guts right now. He's a badass. you know, a, these people have to be badass athletes, Charles Broccoli and B yeah. they've got to have some kind of attitude. And then they were a Nike favorite. Um, they even sent $25,000 to Tanya Harding to help her pay her legal bills after she fucking teed off on Nancy Kerrigan's knee with a fucking dude. That's, that's kind of crazy. That's <laughs> Nike like, did. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> like, did they publicly announce that to get some? I like, don't know. Probably. Well, she didn't do it or fucking her, boyfriend her did boyfriend or whatever. Did. Yeah. yeah. But they, they helped pay for her. Have we covered that? Did we do that? The no, we didn't do that. That'd we be a good one. That, that probably that shit's be. fucking, that was brutal. Let me put that. That's in some fucking, right that's now. some fucking shit right there. That's Tony Harden, Nancy right Kerrigan. I remember when that, I was young. Remember? I remember. Yeah. Do you remember? Remember when Nancy Kerrigan got her knee blown out by Tanya Harding's boyfriend? Um, <laughs> I made my kids listen to that a couple nights ago, actually, because I every time anyone says "member," I go "member, member, 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 Back to the Future," and they're I like, "What is Back that?" To the oh, did you I get that link I sent you for Back to the Future? By the way, I did. I didn't, the I didn't see the member yeah. So, is it the actual hoverboard? Or they're selling reproductions of the. It's hoverboard. the actual hoverboard from oh. the movie, or one of the hoverboards from so the like, movie on auction or something. Yeah, you yeah, buy it. Or they what? have like a every year. They have like a big movie auction where they try to get the best props, and it's it's actually. As of this recording, the auction is tomorrow. Can we build a DeLorean? But they have um, they have blade they have one of Blade's <laughs> swords, Ooh, like right. the stainless steel, like Ooh. real fucking sword. It's fucking dope. Uh, they Can have, we buy they have Snipes? Uh, Maximus's uh, metal helmet from, oh, yeah. uh, and like then that. they have they have tons of shit in there. Like All that. like a, a bunch of stuff from Aliens, crazy you full on like space. Oh, fucking crazy expensive! Mm. Dude. You remember that? Uh, I think show? their estimate. For, I I might be wrong, but I think it was the hoverboard. I think their estimate was that it was going to sell for between twenty five and forty thousand pounds. Do, do you remember that uh, that reality balance. show where they were like uh, like they were like product like junk hunters? It was like uh, antique. Fuck's uh, Mike and fucking what's his name? 
Yeah. Oh, but they would find props. They would find props though, yeah. and they would be like, they would track down crazy shit, like Mary Poppins bag yeah. in someone's basement and yeah, shit. And, and they like, would have to confirm it with yeah, photos like the Jaws the shark is at this wrecking yard up on a sign, yeah. like up on a post. You're like that's the yeah. Jaws from the yeah. movie. Yeah. How did it get yeah. here in a wrecking yeah. yard? That's kind of cool. Yeah, they would that was track a cool it down show. Yeah, it. they yeah. would track down props and and yeah. basically sell them at this auction. Yeah. But yeah, the hoverboard was one of them. I think that they thought that the blade sword was going to sell between three and ten thousand pounds. Ooh, that's not that crazy. Between we have crazy. a chance at three thousand ten grand for blade sword. pounds though. So three thousand pounds what's about that, twelve uh, thirteen one and a half. Yeah, yeah still not that much. Okay, fifteen thousand. Yeah. That's so not that 6, much 000. for blade sword. Yeah. I mean, and it's the stainless I mean, steel. Kind of and is. again, you it's see, kind of a shitty ass sword. You can buy a real samurai sword. You see the um the. I'm surprised. Like uh, when they the, talk the about it, like have that sword. they probably had 20 swords. Right. Yeah. You know, most, most of them probably foam rubber. A lot of them were balsa wood. There's back taxes you know, but on this that sword, was like though. a stainless Can we get the steel balsa, one, balsa that they wood did, one that they did close ups of. They have them. Yeah, like they even does. said, like the guy said that they just sold the, they sold a different gladiator mask several years ago that had a rubber face that wasn't all metallic mm-hmm. and that the rubber's all cracked and aged, you know, but yeah. the, it's just part of the process but anyway the hoverboard is cracked is in age like russell crowe exactly <laughs> so in 1988 um the a guy named uh dan whedon um comes up with the slogan just do it and um apparently the uh the um it was a riff off of the last words that the murderer Gary Gilmore said before he was executed. Damn. Um, and it wasn't exactly let's do it, but it was close to let's do it. Just do it. It wasn't just do it. It was let's do it. And they went with just do it. I think, right? Other way around. I'll find it. No, no it's just, just do it's do Nike. It's the logo. Let's do it. Or, or no, let's do it instead of just do it. You're right. Yeah. Let's yeah. do it was what he said. I told I told Dave uh we were messaging, I was like, man, we should cover him. Like we did back to back and make it meta and like cover the problem was he wasn't real. I looked into him, there wasn't much. He just he didn't, killed, he like, killed two, two people, people and insisted on the death penalty. Yeah. yeah. Um so at this point Nike explodes, they go worldwide. Um they're sold throughout the world. They move in nineteen ninety, they moved their uh headquarters to Beaverton, Oregon. Um, and that's where uh, my family lives. That's where I go when I go up to Oregon. Yeah, it was uh, let's, always, do it <clears throat> let's do it right before the death yeah. penalty. Like, let's do it. I always say that I want to move to Portland, Oregon, which isn't true. I want to move to Beaverton, Oregon. You said Beaverton on the show because that's yeah. the only reason I know what Beaverton, right. Oregon is. Because mm-hmm. I don't want to live in Portland. It's too hustly bustly. But no, nah, fuck you Portland. Can, you, can oh, get on a, you get on a you get on the train and you're in downtown Portland in 20 minutes from Beaverton, right, which ha- has about the pace of Bakersfield. I kind of I really dig it up there. But um, sort of in the in the middle of everything is the Nike campus. And it's like made especially clear because you'll just be looking at your Google Maps and there will be like a stoplight right in front of you. And it's just not there. Right. It's like this stoplight doesn't exist. Like that's not part of Google because it's not a public street. And then it turns mm. into just a giant Google black hole where there's no images. There's no, oh, really? there's nothing. It's mm. just the whole camp. And you're weird. just looking at streets and lights and that's where the campus is. And it's like, this is all private property. Google has never sent their cars in to mm. take photos. Did you guys see that thing about, I think uh, CJ showed it to me that there are no accurate Google maps of China. You guys see oh, that? Probably not. Probably not. I watched the whole video on it. They fucking shift and randomize with this algorithm all the fucking shit. So like if you look at Google Maps and go to China, there will be like a fucking, I don't know, donut shop in the middle of a lake. 
You know what I mean? It's like, hmm. what the fuck? And there's no way to like re-randomize it like so that no one has an accurate depiction. Why of is what that? It, like defensively. Like sure. so you can't. Oh, China does that. China yeah, does China Oh, does satellite does images. Yeah, satellite though. imaging. There's Don't we no have our own imaging. satellite images? I guess they somehow fucking have. I don't know. That's what I said. I was like, can't we still have pictures of that motherfucker? Well, I think if you're Google, though, you're going to, as of now, Google is going to be relying on other people's satellites. Yeah. So they're probably like, we want to put you guys in Google Maps. Can we use your satellite images? And they're probably like, sure, here you go. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. We'll hand them over to you. All the companies, the only people that are allowed to do the satellite imaging or something are Chinese government owned companies or something that provide the satellite images that they need. That's that's the whole shit. Like, that's, I don't know, man. Which is why Google is probably planning. I just to want to launch know about their pyramids, satellites. man. They have fucking crazy pyramids like yeah. Giza pyramids, and they just fucking uh, planted trees over them. Uh, I gotta know what the fuck's going on in there. Are there knows, hieroglyphs? Man. Like, is it Egyptian-looking shit? Is it something completely different? What the fuck is in there? Who knows? Ugh, never fucking know. So, um, they, uh, 2015, Phil Knight steps down. Um, and uh, it becomes sort of a CEO potluck at that point. It's just this person. So the, the days of Bowerman and Phil Knight are over, um, which I thought Nike was older than that. I was kind of surprised because I knew that Phil Knight was the CEO of Nike. I didn't know he was the fucking founder right. or a co-founder. I thought he just took over the company at some point. He's a strange looking dude. He's motherfucker like fraud, ran man. it the whole time. Um, so then, and we've talked about the resale market and stuff, but like a big, one of the things that Nike really added to, to the world is the whole idea of sneaker culture. Um, when they, uh, so, uh, Michael Jordan used to wore, he wore Converse in the Olympics and he wore, uh, Adidas, uh, once he became a professional and he was, ex- he was planning to sign with Adidas when he was like at the height of his game and he was like, I got an idea, you know, I want my own line of shoes. I want blah, 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 blah. And apparently Nike made him an offer and his parents said, Adidas doesn't have any money. Like, I know you've never worn Nike before, but you really need to fly to Beaverton and meet with these guys and hear what they have to say. Cause I think Nike is where you want to go. That changed the world. That changed it for Nike yeah. and for yeah. him and for him. And he went and then he came back a day later wearing Nikes yeah. with a fucking big fat. Uh, well, now the, the, Jordan, yeah, the Jordan brand makes billions now. Yeah. And, and that's its own. I mean, it's made by Nike, but it's its right. own brand. Right. And then, uh, I mean, shit, uh, a fucking pair of Kanye's. You see the Kanye's, the mm-hmm. easy ones yeah. that he wore uh, when he got his um, uh, he wore it whenever he received an award, whatever. It's the mm-hmm. first ones that were worn. They sold for one point eight million. Jesus, Jesus Christ. Christ! Just yeah. this year. That's crazy. And then there's a whole so. thing. So they they have. Uh, I'm trying to find it on my notes. I have too much shit here. Um, they um, there's a particular term for it. Oh, I think it's sneakerheads for what. Well, no, they call them sneakerheads, but they, they have what they call Nike colorways, oh, yeah. Yeah. which are limited runs. It's usually yeah. f- uh, 500 pairs. They'll put worldwide. out the same shoe. They'll put yeah. out the same shoe right. in multiple well, colors. Colorways is just, yeah, yeah different color combinations. Yeah. Like different Onisuka. Combination, That's why I like yeah. Onisuka, because you get the same fucking shoe. They always keep making that shoe, though, just in different colorways. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. So they're they're not like, Nikes, though. Yeah, these are always like, like 81s, and then they, they change them. Yeah. I, I'm fine, bro. I, but now it's made me really question like the manufacturing practices right. of it. I was yeah. like, God damn it, I didn't so, want to know. Then they have ones that are called the family and friends editions, 
which are for a specific celebrity, a specific company. Mm-hmm. It might be like, I don't know, like a fucking movie crew or a, like what, like they'll make like a limited run yeah. of some number, you know, or, or, you know, like you have a special, edition, like this, show this, and like, special like, edition shoe that's not sold in a retail like, but store. It's like for, yeah. for fucking, you know, Nick Cannon gets yeah, a pair. Like some, yeah. you know, record label, everybody who works at the label gets a pair yeah, for promotional this release yeah. of an album or, or whatever. And then those things just fucking sell like crazy, yeah. you know, cause even the people who get up, it's like, you might just be a regular employee and they're like, what size are you? And you tell them and the Nike gives you this pair of shoes Sold. and you're like, I can just fucking sell this shit for how much fucking money? Yeah, I don't yeah. give a fuck about Ow. sneakers, you know? Um, yeah. Cause there's only 32 pairs made. Yeah. You know, like that's the, you yeah. know, and then they do samples and they do one-offs for different celebrities. Yeah. And the funny thing is there, there's like, even like up there, like in, in Beaverton, it was kind of like when I lived in Battle Creek, and it was like everybody just always had some kind of free cereal. Everybody knew someone who worked at Kellogg's. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody had a big fucking box full of free cereal in their fucking cupboard from yeah. someone that worked there. And it was kind of the same thing with Nike. Everybody up there was like, oh, your shoes are running ragged. Like, let's talk to so-and-so. And then eventually they would just come home with like, fuck, oh, what, what size is your son? Yeah. And they would just come home with. Be like Frito-Lay or Bolt yeah. House. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, or Nestle. Just, yeah. Nestle. Not some crazy one-off shoes. It's probably yeah. some old stock that's sitting yeah. in a warehouse. And they're like, fuck it. Here's five pairs yeah. of shoes. They had know? a thread that was fucked yeah, up or something. Exactly. Oh, it was going to yeah. go to TJ Maxx anyway. Yeah. And we just got them. Um, the. Uh, so they ended up buying shit up. They bought Cole Hahn in 1988. Um, they bought uh, Bauer in 1994. They bought Hurley, um, the surfer company, in 2002. I didn't know that. Um, <laughs> they bought Converse in 2003. Oh, they own Converse? Yep. <laughs> And that's the uh, only thing they kept. Actually. The only thing they yeah. kept. And they bought Starter in 2004, Umbro in 2007, and then they sold all of it off to consolidate and streamline, except for Converse, which they kept. So Smart. they still they still own Converse, and it's probably like most corporate ownerships. Usually, when a company buys another company, it's like just keep doing what you're doing. We just fucking own you. Yeah. So it's like you know they still have the Converse headquarters. They probably still. Yeah. Have, I'm guessing that's how it usually works. Um, but they, yeah, they still, they still own. Well, it's inside the Nike headquarters, like a Taco Bell and a gas station. That's right. Yeah. yeah that's well, cause you don't want to fuck with a brand like HP no. compact, right? right? Like they yeah. got rid of like HP bought compact, but then they just keep making compact computers at the time yeah. because it's like when some they have a brand lady, loyal, loyal yeah, yeah. Like if that yeah. computer breaks, yeah. they're going back yeah. looking for compact. And if the compact's not there, they might be like, well, you know, it's funny. Acer. Like, you know, yeah. you know, it's funny. There's somebody wearing a pair of Converse right now. They have fucking Fuck, hates God Nike. Yeah. They fucking hate <laughs> Nike. I'm an to them fucking yeah, nike all, fucking owns nike made the money yeah. you know, it's like, the monsanto or the fuck you know what i mean i like, like chuck taylor's but i fucking my feet look terrible they, like, banana my, feet. my feet look like clown yeah, feet in those yeah. sometimes i see yeah. people with chuck taylor's i'm like man those look cool if i had a size nine foot right but i don't yeah, yeah. I yeah. women like, and kids look it look they look good yeah. on. It's you a have great a, when you wear a, shoe, you have a bigger dude. foot and i wore them in high school for a little while but the fucking tongue on the shoe always fucking ends up on the side it's like yeah i just wish i just yeah and it's also i think it's I think it's another thing like before we start to get into all the shittiness of Nike like I think it's one another important thing about Nike and Bill Bowerman is it's like the Converse is a cool looking classic shoe and that motherfucker is just uncomfortable as fuck it's so flat and as Nike kept evolving 
the shoes just got more and more and more as comfortable, as yeah. dude. You feel yeah. like you're walking on a fucking feather when you get a nice pair yeah. of Nikes right now. I know. C- like, CJ gets those crazy ones, and they're like, the top of it, there's nothing there. Yeah. I was like, I don't know if I want that. Like, they're I push on the there's nothing there. You can just, feel his foot. I was like, it's just, but they're just so fabric on the top. Because yeah. I love Adidas. I bought yeah. some Adidas not too long ago. I love them. I love the way they look. If I'm on my feet all day in the Adidas, I get home, my fucking dogs are barking. I got to admit, if I put on the fucking Nikes that I bought for walking shoes, like I can walk around in those fucking things all day Mm -hmm. and my feet don't hurt because they're they're so. And I prop, you know, realistically, I didn't buy, you know, Adidas walking shoes, you know, so if I would have bought another company, it would probably be fine. Yeah. But um, bands are kind of the same way. They're like a flat foot, mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. kind of walking just on the ground. Yeah. Yeah. I used to wear old school mid top vans for a long time, too. You know what I don't miss, though, is the fucking chase of a shoe, though. Like, I'm mm. so happy that in my fucking age, I have found, like, shoes. Like, I got fucking Onitsukas or Sakoni, mm. and I'm like, that's what I'm going to get. And they exist. They're always available. You grab a different color. I remember being a kid, and it was, like, time to get school shoes. And you, like, fucking had to go, like, figure out fucking shoes. And it was like, got to leave some room. You're going to have to get these a little too big. And it was like, they don't have that in your size. They have this right. fucking thing in your size. And it was like, you never knew what you're going to get. Kids are going to make fun of your fucking ass. See, I, I was, was yeah. stressed about it. I was lucky because of Run DMC. Because every time it was like, it's time to get new shoes. I was like, toad. can you just get me some fucking black Nikes with the shell t- or yeah. black Adidas with a shell toe and some white stripes? Yeah. I'm good. Like same shoe yeah. every year. I don't fucking My daughters wear else. fucking Vans, dude. They have like really? three pairs of that's one. Kids vans. wear Vans. Yeah. Champion yeah, and vans. vans. That's what kids Champion. wear. Champion mm-hmm. fucking sweatshirts and hoodies and Vans. That's what fucking kids wear right now. Champion's like a fucking popular ass brand. It's expensive I know. now. But when you're fucking little, it wasn't. That was some bullshit. No, it was the Walmart brand. Yeah. When I was a kid, like a like young, like pre DMC, I was all about the ruse. Mm. Oh yeah. And they had the little uh, the little Velcro pocket yeah, yeah. that you could put quarters in. <laughs> yeah. Which was like hot shit for when you went to the arcade because you'd always yeah. sneak a couple quarters in there during the week, and then you'd get to the arcade and you're like, "Fuck, I'm out of quarters." Except oh, yeah. for my shoes. Bitch. My ruse. I got my like, ruse. Unzip that ruse. I got another three rounds of fucking Donkey Kong Junior right there in my That's shoe. Funny. I remember when Reebok pumps came out, man. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Remember the Shaq CO2s? Yep. What was a CO2? You had a CO2 cartridge. Pump them up. That's crazy. Yeah. The other thing that's weird is there's a group of people called Eakins, which is Nike spelled backwards. And apparently they work for the company or don't. It's Snikey spelled backwards. Snikey, yeah. Well, they're called Eakin. Yeah. And they're like, they... They're like Nike hardcore people and they, a lot of them work there and they try to like push the latest products. They try to do guerrilla marketing of Nike. Like they bleed Nike. They'll, they bleed Nike. They'll, they'll do their best to get a mm. pair of Nikes on a celebrity in a fucking TV show just to get more exposure. And apparently every single Eakin has a Nike swoosh tattooed somewhere on their body, mm. including Phil Knight. Yeah. Got so an ankle or something dumb. You've got to get the fucking, the, the Nike ink. Brad um, has Nike on his forearm. You just can't tell. It's yeah, yeah. blends yeah, it's in. Blends in there. So a lot of you have all, every tattoo on the arm. That's true. You can like claim everything. Sketch. Yeah, you can claim, claim everything. Yeah. Stuff. Yeah. Swastikas. Mm-hmm. So some of the controversies, This the first one isn't super controversial. I just think it's kind of funny, is the Satan shoes. So uh, in 2021, uh, Lil Nas X partnered with a New York art collective called Mischief, M-S-C-H-F, and they got a bunch of... Uh, Nike Air Max 97s and they modified them. 
So they got black and red Nikes to begin with, and they bought a shitload mm-hmm. of them. And then the mischief group uh, put a red and bronze pentagram on them with uh, the Bible ver- and then they embossed the Bible verse Luke ten eighteen, which is and he said unto them, I beheld Satan fallen as lightning from heaven. And apparently they, uh, the ink, I think the ink that embossed it, I'm not sure where this is, but there um, is one drop of human blood embedded in every yeah. Satan shoe. They're kind of controversial because yeah. of that. Yeah. So, uh, but the, you could just say that. I guess somebody might test it though. Probably. And yeah. they made 666 pairs. Wouldn't be hard to get some human blood though. Like, that's no, not the artist. It's not impressive. One drop. Like yeah. the artist who's doing the embossing will just fucking. They had stab some guy with diabetes and there, and he's fucking like, here, just go ahead and prick me up, guys. Well, yeah. 666 <laughs> drops of blood. It's not yeah. that much. No. But they sold for a thousand and eighteen dollars. There's probably some specific. I don't know why a thousand eighteen dollars. The eighteen is is uh, specific. Um, it's the eighteenth angel, Lucifer. Oh, okay. So I don't know about okay. the thousand and eighteenth. Yeah, they probably uh, just we're gonna sell it for a thousand. They're like, nope. How about a thousand eighteen? Yeah. Um. So Nike you know, you know, immediately name re- put a cease and desist on and said, "You can't <laughs> fucking sell this shit." Are you kidding me? Like, um. And then they're theirs. Uh, they yeah, went they to federal them. court. And a federal George ordered a temporary restraining federal George. order. Who's Fred, that? Federal. You remember federal George? Yeah. He's a curious George. Yeah. He's a, a furious he's George. <laughs> That's what it was. That's what, yeah. You can't sell these. A, a federal George ordered a temporary restraining order blocking sales and distribution. It's kind of weird. It's their shoe. They bought that shoe yeah. and modified it. It should be able to sell. Like you yeah. can buy a shoe and paint it and sell it on eBay. They put yeah, a stop I guess to just, it. Uh, it's just the image thing they went for it. Yeah, yeah. it's only six hundred pairs of shoes too. It's not even that much. Yeah. Like, and as of recording this, it, it I think it's still in injunction. I think they still yeah. can't sell the shoes. Um, but I thought that was a. I thought the whole thing was just. Well, great now though, they're going to go for even more. Fuck yeah, yeah, they are, dude. Yeah, it's yeah. Lil Nas X probably talked to him in advance and was they like, did "Look, this wait till we drop it. Yeah, they did then fucking purpose. put a yeah. cease and desist on us, and yeah. then these shoes are going to go yeah. through the fucking roof." Yeah. Um. So looking at at the bad in the 1990s, Nike was really at the like Nike and like the Kathy Lee Gifford line of clothing that sold at Walmart. Yeah. I think it was South Park Lee every Gifford. time. Kathy yeah. Lee Gifford. They were kind of the the tip of the spear of everyone realizing there's sweatshops and there's child mm-hmm. labor uh, going on to make our garments. And then 1990, uh, they. Um, I'm trying to find where it was. I think it was a, because of a movie. Um, or maybe the child labor was because of a movie. Either I watched, way. I watched a couple of things. I watched a guy who was like a basketball coach somewhere. I can't remember where he went. He went to work as a basketball coach and a teacher. And there he didn't agree with Nike. But the Nike sponsored the school he was yep. at. And so he went against it. He looked like a fucking, what's Ron's name from Happy Days? Howard. He looked like Ron, Ron Howard with hair. Yeah. Um, but he took off and him and another girl who was kind of an activist who had like a uh, education for justice or something mm-hmm. was the name of her company. They took off and they went and lived for 30 days um, as a worker would without working the 16 hour shift, mind you still a misery. It was like a right. hundred degrees and a little concrete fucking room. And they had about a dollar 25 per day is what they could spend on food and or anything they needed. Um, and it well, was, they fucking- just weren't used to that lifestyle. I mean, that was normal. I mean, it was rough, dude. There was like fucking raw sewage and fucking it was gnarly and there was fucking, it was bad. Like you could barely fucking get food. Well, they had a little bit of a bias going into it too. 
What do you so mean? I wonder if there was a little twist. You know, I don't think so, man. It's you don't a, think so? it's horrible. What do, mean, what do I mean? It it's rough, horrible man. living. You said he didn't like. He had a problem with Nike in the first place. So because of girl. that. That was the problem with Nike was those living conditions. So they went mm. to try to prove it to everyone because everyone everyone at that point was like, nah. Because it was mm. just like, feeling like going, no, they're getting a living wage. Everything's fine yeah. over there. And right. who's going to really fly over there? You can't get into the factory. You can't mm. actually see what's happening. Right. There's exactly. security so people they stopping. They actually didn't get into the factory. Exactly. But they were able to talk to the factory workers. But they lived where the workers lived yeah. with the same For budget that days. the workers had. And that alone. That was, you know, and Nike was so against it that they issued out fucking posters and shit with their names on it and said, if these two people like mm. come and try to talk to you, like you were going to get fired or harassed. And they made it seem like maybe even like people could get disappeared mm. if they weren't. Right. Yeah. You get eliminated. The country. Yeah. yeah. You get eliminated. Yeah. Squid Games. And Naomi Klein's book, No Logo, talks a lot about it. Um, Nike came out in 2011 and said that two-thirds of its factories that produce Converse um, still don't meet the company's standards for worker treatment because Nike issued a statement. After all this criticism, they they said, this is our new standard for worker treatment. So in 2011, they they did a self-audit and said our own company's aren't living up to it and we're going to do all this shit to fix it. And then in 2018, a group called the clean clothes campaign along with the fair labor association workplace went around and said, you haven't done anything to change any of the companies yeah. that you yourself And I think we, we, we talked about this, uh, I think in, in Apple episode. or sweatshops, yeah, Steve jobs, like there's a bunch so, of, I mean, a bunch of these companies. I mean, it is, it is kind of a, Man, it's kind of a catch twenty two type I mean, of situation. I understand you, they you know, want like, cheap labor, yeah. but this is my problem because it's not just about wages and, and a living wage. It's about the abuse and treatment of the employees for Correct. the actual working standards. That's yeah. the, the bigger part of the problem. I don't understand. You got this one big ass factory in fucking Indonesia where like most of the shit's made in this one area. Like, what does it take to have twenty employees that are Nike representatives that are fucking like? Americans that aren't social, like they aren't biased by local politics or bribery or anything and be like, this is our factory. We're going to come here. We're Nike. Like if you want to keep working, you're going to allow these people to be here and, right. re- and regulate in some way just to oversee the conditions. Like it's, if you're going to get us backlash, it would cost a lot because they, they, okay. This, for the record, they have 120 staff and 30, $30 million annually um, for like social to, to whatever right. to, for standards or whatever. Right. So they have that budget of $30 million a year. Well, here's the trick, though, and this is what all of the companies do. These companies that are making the shoes, probably none of them are Nike companies. No. This is a subcontracted business. I get that. That just sews soles onto the leathers. And then we ship them to another, and it's like, this isn't Nike. Right. God forbid. Like, we would never do that, even though this is a company that has exclusive rights to sole. I feel like it would be like, it's it's the same thing if I I wanted to, well, I mean, if I wanted to start a company. And it's a small company, and I'm going to subcontract my shirts out to another country because I can get them for this price. Right. You know what I mean? Obviously, I don't have the means to check and 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 change the labor situation. You know what I mean? But what I'm my saying other option is is, is seems- use an American company that I know everybody's treated correctly and not make a profit. You know, so there is that, like I said, there's that catch 22. Well, that's what I'm of, saying. You can still make a profit. You could pay them. You could just, you, you're making like, you're not paying them. Though, they're not your though. company. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I'm you're going to pay the company be, and the company's going to keep the money. I'm saying you know? that companies like I would have to imagine 90 to hundred percent of this one factory that's making these shoes is for Nike though. I know it's not their company, yeah. but wouldn't it just be easier 
then dealing with all the bad publicity and just doing the right thing. Just so do it. Go ahead. Yeah, just do it. And have someone there to help the health stand. Like you're not going to, it's not going to take that much fucking money to make that to where people are like, okay, that is a livable wage. Even if you gave them, you know, twice, maybe, the the, maybe those are. companies are telling them though, like fucking, there is no, you're not coming in here and doing that. You know, right. it's not that I'd be like, okay, know. then you're losing yeah. fucking Nike. You know what I mean? Right. Like, then you would just go to another country, another city. And do like, and they're that, doing the same what, thing. Though. That's what bothers me though. The like thing. the, when you get to the scale of Nike or Walmart or fucking, I mean, it must Apple not be that easy as me to Samsung. say it. You know no, what I mean? yeah. no, no, it is. No, I don't All, think it is. Yeah, it is. It's, it's just, well, then it's why just, wouldn't I, they do it? Because then? they're going to lose company, money. Well, I think every, yeah. And, and really that's, that's true too. Period. Yeah. Because everything, everything a big company does, it comes down to money. You know investor I mean? like, portfolio yeah, yeah. has to be a profit. Like I remember yeah. there's a movie, there's a, a book That's called true. the corporation written by a, a guy named Joel Backen. And one of the people that he interviews Bacon. in the book is, and I forget yeah, how he name, spelled Backen. I need to know. B-A-K-A-N. There's, I forget the guy's name, but he was the CEO of the world's largest like carpet and tile manufacturer. Yeah. And I think it's called like interface carpet or something like that. Interface carpet. Face down ass up carpet. But they hired this guy to like, they were like, he was on the board of directors. They like voted him in to be CEO and he stepped up and at the first board meeting, he said, um, I want you all to know that I'm not resigning, but this is probably going to be my last, my first and last day as CEO because I like, I've been to our uh, factories and their sweatshops and I've seen the way people work and I'm not going to run a company that works this way. Yeah. So if I'm CEO, we are moving all of our businesses to pl p places that actually pay a livable wage. We're going to go green. All of our companies are going to go off the grid. And this was like in the fucking early 2000s. Right. And he was like, so if I'm CEO, we're going to lose uh, the, you know, the bottom line on stock. We're going to lose money doing this. But ultimately, but, I think you gain it from the, from the, I think so. I, th well, I think from the reputation, not necessarily, the reputation. Not necessarily. Reputation, reputation doesn't make you money though. It doesn't make you money. And he was like, so you can fire me, but if I'm CEO, this is, this is what the corporation is doing. And somehow yeah, they didn't of, fire him. Think yeah. about they the like, power huh, that that okay. would, think of the power you would have as Nike. I mean, you already have so much market share for sure that if all of a sudden you were like, check it out, we fixed this shit. They have little fucking apartments it would be such, yeah. and, and they have, they're all happy. They all have all the shit and you'd be like, but guess who doesn't? These Adidas. bad Adidas, those motherfuckers, <laughs> those motherfuckers have yeah. child labor. Yeah. You could, you could flip it and be like, those are all evil motherfuckers. That I mean, the logistics of it that. though, like, I don't know, man. Like, I just, yeah, I don't know. I feel like too, like, we're, there's it's definitely easy. excess no, no, no. money, dude. Like, no, 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 no know, there is. Yeah. There, I'm not saying that at all. Yeah. I, I'm saying though, like, looking at it from the business standpoint, they don't give a fuck because they're still no, they selling the fuck. If nobody got a bonus, still selling if nobody got a bonus, that's just extra fucking money, right? You got, you're making a shit ton of money if you're in a position where you get bonus. Right? right if nobody got a bonus and that fucking money went there at least yeah. give those fucking motherfuckers some shoes yeah they're running around barefoot you should see the where they burn the extra rubber from the factory that was terrible Ugh. there's just piles of like the cutouts from the soles and shit yeah and they talk to like the plastic manufacturers that make the product and they're like yeah man no one should be around that shit and it's little kids in this big fucking area where all this bottoms of the yeah. shoes are burning and kids are just playing around it breathing and i know we're saying like like leave that up to nike to fix but you know like where where does the government stand you right. know what i mean what's the because like that's like saying come 
coming into America and saying like, oh, you guys need to fix these standards. It's like, well, no, that's what the government mandates. You know, we right. can do we can do these things. You know, like Here's we're allowed. Thing, it's legal there. We're allowed to do this. Yeah, it's where it gets tricky because I've even seen CEOs who are interviewed say it's it's literally not my place. It is not that, like and, you. Yeah. I have never been given a position in which I'm supposed to oversee policies of a government or a city or a region a nation or wherever it is they're my at my yeah. job to make money for the shareholders yeah. of a, of a right. corporation. And that's always their defense to which I say, eat a fucking bowl of dicks. It's wrong. You know, yeah. it's wrong. It, right? it Everybody is. you work with knows it's wrong. Everybody in the government knows it's wrong. At some point, someone needs to step up and say, this is fucking wrong and make a fucking but that's, change. That's the difference though. That's where, that's where business meets uh reason. You know what I mean? And that doesn't, it doesn't go together. You know, the only reason is if there's a profit and how much right. profit you can squeeze, sure. I'm going to get that little kid. How much money can I squeeze out of his And parents, then once in a blue you know? moon, it's like, you'll see like, you know, when it's really up to the, it's up to the consumers. Cause like when the, yeah, when, the, con- the when, consumers have to make a stand if everybody's like, okay with it. When then, the RGBH hormone was in the milk yeah. um, in America, I mean, it was so bad. You couldn't even export milk to Europe. Cause they were like, we don't want that fucking shit yeah. in our milk supply. Yeah. And the only thing that, cause it was Monsanto that controlled it. So they were making fucking shitloads of money, but there was a petition that went around Starbucks that eventually convinced the CEOs of Starbucks to quit buying any RGBH dairy, which is huge. And then a couple yeah. of years later, the same exact petition went through Walmart. Yeah. So the customers themselves eliminated the top two buyers of dairy in America. Mm-hmm. So all of a sudden, but if someone tried to stop Monsanto, yeah. it would have gone to the Supreme Court. It would have yeah. taken 15 years. Monsanto would have won. Yeah. But as soon as people are like, I'm not buying that shit anymore, yeah. the market changed. So, so, And I don't know how that yeah. would organize with sneakers. But if people yeah. were like, if a, if a green, sustainable, you know, free wage shoe came up and people actually bought it and sustained it or or it's I not think, even I mean, that. You I think it takes a petition. The- I think it would take millions of Nike people and athletes. It would yeah. take athletes and musicians. It would really take the, it would really take the the famous people to yeah, do that. I was just about to say like what up with Michael, normal people what up with Michael Jordan yeah. though living in a fucking exactly. castle yeah. like that because mom. they're the ones who made Nike what it is yeah. and if all of if Kanye and fucking Mike if all of them signed a petition and came out and said do not buy I Nike think, I, I was saying what if they just gave some, how much money does Michael Jordan have or I Kanye watched something have? with what if they gave fucking ten million dollars sure. to like help it would probably the, just yeah. the, just for living structures right. or something right I feel like I feel like that's like the Red Cross and Haiti, though. You know what I mean? I feel like the money would get paid True. and nothing would happen. The, nothing the would change. Would yeah, they would just fuck it. Yeah, I just, I feel like, like you said, like the, the bullshit answer from the CEO, which is, it's not my place. I feel like it's a legitimate answer. You know I what I mean? Like, it even is though, a, it is even though answer, you're calling bullshit, I wrong. see, I, I agree. I agree. Yeah. And we know it's wrong and I know it's wrong and I still buy Nikes. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, it's so like, it's what the like, fuck else are you going to buy? It, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> 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 that, that's where, you know, like that's where, yeah, it, it really would take people in, in a power position, you know, athletes, you know, you right. have fucking, you have fucking, what's his fucking face? Uh, LeBron fucking exactly. gay, LeBron yeah. gays. And that was the thing, um, like I like, cause at first I started to say it would take some startup that's super friendly and green and whatever. Those already exist. They're yeah, not making a difference. It's going to take, those are the ones take, that, that recognize there's an issue and want to make the change themselves, the but nobody wants the, nobody wants no. the shoe. Right. 
That's Nobody like, cares about the vegan shoe. That's you know like when I mean? RGBH like not, was selling. Yeah. There were plenty of small mom yeah. and pop dairy selling at farmers markets. Yeah. They were never going to change and, the and, industry. And it, yeah. And, it, and it's, it's, there's, there's plenty of comfortable shoes that are no name or, or of lesser name. Like you, you wear a Nike because it's Nike. You right. know what I mean? You, right. you wear, you wear Reebok because it's Reebok. You know, you wear it because it, it stands for, not child labor, but it stands for the top of the well, line, stands, the cream yeah, of the exactly, crop. It stands, exactly. you know what I mean? So, uh, to change that, it, it's just, it's, it really is, um, like I said, it, it's kind of the, I don't, I don't think a CEO of Nike going in and saying, Hey, we're going to do this. They would just fucking oust him because right. you, it would the, ta- it would the take, shareholders that hold the, the shares of that company don't give would, a fuck. It would take consumer pressure and the consumer yeah. pressure would only happen if those superstars who Nike gives one off yeah. shoes, there to, was no endorsement. They, they all just said stopped. no. Yeah. Right. Then that would, that's TV, the only thing that would you know, change. Ted Turner said your, your right. fucking commercials yeah. can't come on right. here. That's the only thing. Your brand is getting shut down. Yeah. The only thing that would change it. So the other things are the, which might actually, I don't know. I don't know much about it, but it's probably a worthy topic. The paradise papers, which were papers that were released in 2017 and they were con- it was a set of confidential electronic doc- documents that talk about offshore investment and it looks at um all these billionaires and multi-billion dollar corporations and the crazy bullshit shell games they do with corporations inside of corporations that run out of a, you know, this country can get me this tax break. That country can get me that, that tax break. I don't have to pay taxes on this whole element in Ireland. So I'm going to open this subsidiary in Ireland. I don't have to pay taxes on these elements in Mexico. So I'm opening a subsidiary in Mexico and they end up doing this shell game where they never have to pay taxes for their $30 billion of profits. And of course, Nike was smack dab in the middle yeah. of all those papers with endless little tax evasion schemes that they do. Yeah. Um, recently, during the is it the Hong- illegal to do it though? Is it's it like, not illegal? It, it's that's loopholes. what I'm saying. If, it's, if I didn't have to pay it's taxes, all tax it's all yeah. tax loopholes. I just watched the whole video illegal. today about like Warren Buffett talking about how he pays less taxes than his secretary does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and it's because he's just smarter about the he's rules. In, he like, invested. You know what I mean? Yeah, so he I feel like and, yeah. I'm not so mad about tax evasion as much as I am the labor stuff. Like the tax evasion, I don't even think it's something bad. I mean, they should pay taxes for like, but if they're, what are they occupying? The fucking Nike University place? You know what I mean? Well, the only, th- the only thing I feel about it is, is that I think Nike should pay more taxes than uh, than the middle class. Yeah, for yeah. Sure. You know what I mean? Than me but and Dave you, and you. Yeah. You know what I mean? We can do the, the same the business thing. Owners, like you know? if we know what we're we doing. We could, yeah. But that's the problem is a lot of us don't. You know right. what I mean? Most people so, don't. I yeah. mean, it takes a team of lawyers to figure yeah. out how to fucking so, pull that shit off. You know? I should send you guys that and video. It's, uh, it's like how to, how to like not to never how pay to tax taxes. Evade. Yes. But it's basically like if you do this and invest this way and take this money and, and like make sure you fall between this bracket and then invest the leftover. Like you pay fucking way less taxes yeah. and that would help both you guys because you're rich. You guys both got travertine tiles and shit. That's I know. Right. I've, got, uh, I've got linoleum because I break dance. couple of oh, other nice. criticisms. So recently during the Hong Kong protests, um, Nike was publicly siding with the uh, Chinese communist party mm. um, and kind of taking a shit on the protests because of course that's where all their fucking labor shoes laws. Like if we're not fucking, in bed yeah. with the communist yeah. party, we're not getting cheap shoes. True. Yeah. They're going to fucking get the, They're going right. to house them if they right. show against them. Yeah. Um, and even uh, the, the general manager, Daryl Morey, who um, is the general manager of the Houston Rockets came out and criticized the Chinese government in some tweets and then uh, Nike removed him. Rockets merchandise oh, from shit. like 
China's probably got that fucking finger on them, Fuck dude. yeah, they're they just do. like, hey, Fuck we're going to need yeah, you to get rid of the rest of that I mean, guy's yeah. products. Yeah, yeah. yeah and, and yeah. I mean, look at what we've we've China's given got all the of finger our on a lot of this shit. Yeah, right look now. at look at fucking trucks right now. Look at cars. Like we're you know we're not able to produce our own vehicles because we don't have the Chips. electronics from you know China. They can stop a lot of shit, oh, and yeah. they're getting to the point of power where they shouldn't be. Right, you know what sure. I mean. They should be controlling their own company or their own their own country but for not sure. Everybody else's, no, well, yeah, we, and, and we've given it. To there's them, a lot though, to be said for being self sustainable, like hundred yeah, percent, and on fuel, on the parts, on slowly, slowly but surely, there we've been given be, it away. There used and, to be and, laws and tariffs you know. that would be like X percent of televisions sold in America can come from external companies yeah. because right. we need a they'll, television they'll industry. Up, they'll end up having we to be need, a war. We need our own oil. Yeah. We need our own electronics. We need our own shoes. We need our own clothes. We need our own food. So we can only import a certain percentage. And, and we law have, by law, we have, those all fucking yeah, disappear. We have the ability to do all that, too. 100%. And, and, uh, but you see what happens when you start making stuff in America again. You get COVID. That's true. So, <laughs> so the other couple of things is, and this, I think, is just fucking stupid. They they released a shoe called the Vaporfly. Oh yeah, that came out in 2020 for the Olympics, and according to field research, it's supposed to improve runners' efficiency by 4.2 percent. Mm. And so one part of it is okay. So they if did I get those, this. I run 4.2 percent better. Yes. So part of the problem is nothing can be used in the Olympics unless it has been on the market for a certain amount of time. So right. everyone in the world has a chance to train yeah, with right, yeah. and implement it into their thing. Yeah. And apparently they didn't do that. They just so kind okay of to, it to Olympians. But that's, argue, so that's bullshit. That's the Olympic rule. Right. Those Olympians shouldn't have been able to use yeah. that thing because that, so that's, I call, but bullshit. if everybody has the access to it, then it, I think it's, it's fucking, it's yeah. like, because I look at every time I watch like a soccer game and I see the goalie wearing those giant fucking Mickey mouse gloves <laughs> that are sticky. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. how is that fair? Yeah. Like, yeah. what the you well, have like separate I mean, like, the thing is though he has everybody them, but has everybody has everybody, everybody has, has a sticky or how did same thing wide receivers in the nfl or, or receivers they have gloves that are if you ever felt like right, nfl gloves they're right. fucking sticky you know or how you know how did fucking fucking legless cyber murderer fucking yeah, terminator some, yeah like he's winning yeah, olympic gold yeah, medals with that, fucking fake ass, ass legs my yeah. argument was would be this is like fuck any shoe is an improvement on fucking shoes yes. 10 years ago. Uh, absolutely. You know what I mean? Like if you wear 1920 absolutely. shoes and then just wear some bullshit 1980s Nike shoes in the 2000 fucking right. 20. You're not like, going to do as well. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So it's like. You're going to wear the newest technology. I, I say, I say yeah. better luck next year. Do yeah. better research <laughs> right. and find the good next fucking shoes. Right. So I do yeah. agree. You're, you're everyone should compete again. Everyone should have had yeah. access to it. Yeah. Yes. But I don't think the fact that it makes you a 4% better runner is a problem yeah. because everybody would be a 4% better runner. Yeah. Like that's the nature yeah, yeah. of the Olympics, you know. Same thing with steroids, though, in, in sports. You can, and that's, you can a bold, that go crazy. that's a bold True. claim, too, because they didn't test everybody. Yeah. You know what sure. I mean? They just did, sure. a, they, they did a test, and it's like... Right. Well, there's carbon fiber or something, and it's like springs. It pushes you forward uh, when you run. So right. it does like launch oh, you forward a little bit. it's actually technologically but different so than the regular soles shoe. of shoes so is the yeah, grip the exactly. waffle iron shoe that he made was better than the spikes you know what i mean yeah it wasn't tearing up the track and it was sticky and it gripped and it just had better grip and it was yeah. a fucking that was better technology mm. it's just it happened quick it was a four percent jump yeah. and no one else had it yeah so it was yeah. notable but over over time all of it's better yeah but did everybody that was wearing those shoes win probably not yeah that's what i'm saying it, it's not 
And he can then, still be 4.2% better, but that guy's 8% that better, than better than you. Better than you yeah. So he's still 4% better off, yeah. than you, yeah. And then the final thing is the environment. There's a whole bunch of shit like, you know, burning the rubber fucking soles, yeah. uh, leaks in rivers, the Yangtze River and all these different rivers in China just completely polluted by yeah. Nike factories that aren't Nike factories, but and are Nike yeah, factories. Yeah, that's Chinese Policy. And then again, it's the same shit. No. Nike comes out and says, you know, we we excel. We ourselves have noticed that we do too much polluting in this Converse area, and is we're over here. we're going to fix it. And, <laughs> and then cut to yeah. six years later, nothing has been done. They haven't fucking changed I, again. Any though, like if you're, if you're, I mean, the only thing they can do is fucking stop making shit there. You know what I mean? Well, like, you can I don't stop think you can... coming out and saying we're going to fix. Yeah, yeah. Like we're doing things that are fucked up, and we're going to stop it. Yeah. By, by in the next two years, we're going to stop it, and then eight years later, it's like you haven't. It's done It's because you know you can you can say that, and then it'll get forgotten about. One hundred percent. Yeah, you, you get know. quiet six years. Like, oh, yeah. that was nice. Yeah, exactly. Back oh right. shit, it's back. Oh, right, we fixed okay. these things, but we're going to go after yeah. this now. Right? Yeah. yeah, we're going to do it. It really now. is. I mean, it really is a corporate. You know, fucking. They're only going to fix things that are broke. Right. You know, if it's not broke. Well, no, it's not even if it's broke. They're only going to fix things that, that you say something to about. Fix. Yeah, now, yeah, that's what I mean. You know, yeah, that's true. It can be broke as fuck and they'll keep doing well, it. Well, I'm saying that mean. income from there is not yeah. broken. You know, if no, that no, income no. Yeah, breaks, the income is still there. Then, yeah. they'll, then they'll either find another place to do it. Right. You know what I mean? It'll get made in Mexico. It'll get made in fucking Canada yep. if they have to. It'll get yep. made wherever the fuck they want. Yep. Uh, as long as it makes sense money wise for right. them, they don't. That's it. That's all it comes down to. It doesn't matter who gets of, hurt in the process. A shit ton of margin in shoes. Like if people were willing to pay two hundred bucks for a pair of shoes, there's, yeah. there's some room there. Yeah, yeah, for sure. A little bit. Yeah, for so, sure. There, there definitely is. So we got. Mm-hmm. All right. So social media winner for episode six fourteen, Snoop Dogg uh, for Shizzle My Nizzle, is going to be Gloria Lucas Burford. B-U-R-F-O-R-D? What the fuck? Those names did Burford. not go together. Yeah. <laughs> well, her name used to be Gloria Lucas, which it, is, is still it? questionable. Are you sure. And she got married, and it became Gloria Lucas Burford. She married out of race. Burford. Right she should you could tell. She's a race trader. One. Race trader. Race trader. Yeah, yeah. She went from Mexicans <laughs> to not Mexicans. Burford. Who the fuck is that? That's some weird white guy. That's a white guy for sure. That has Burford. kids in his basement. Well, like, Lucas isn't a Mexican last name. Sure it is. Lucas, it's a candy. Lucas. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Lucas. What's your name? Gloria Lucas. That's a oh, terrible okay. Mexican. Mexican. <laughs> what is, that's like. A, I don't speak Spanish, so I didn't know. That's like more that. Dominican. Yeah, yeah. sit on my lap. Sit on my lap, puppy. Come here, sit on my lap. Come sit on my lap. When Brad famously got drunk and wanted everyone to sit on his lap. <laughs> I wasn't <laughs> With drunk. Cuban accent. Yeah. That's a Cuban accent. Was, Come here, puppy. Come sit on my lap, puppy. That was a Cuba episode. I'm pretty sure you no, were drunk. No, it wasn't. What it was episode was that? You can't remember. I can't remember nothing. I remember Back to the Future. You remember that? I remember Ford in the future. Anyways, Gloria. Thanks, Gloria. Forget the rest of her name. She's going to get a sticker pack from Printer Cheap uh, for sharing on Facebook. We appreciate that. Uh, Frankie Pigeons is going to reach out to you. Check your basement, Gloria. Yep, check your basement because fucking Burford got some kids down there. Burford. (laughs) Don't get you. Probably all boys. You're next, man. Put the lotion on your skin, Gloria. Um, (laughs) He's going to cut your face off and wear it. Where does a bikini? Um, also, um, we are part I mean, of weird the, just eye holes, but it's the nipple coming out. <laughs> We're part of the Podbelly Podcast. She has a real small face. This <clears throat> covers one boob. <laughs> yes, that is true. Actually, it's our Facebook. Um, go to podbelly.com and check out other cool podcasts like Robots for Eyes podcast and Art and Jacob podcast. Um, go over there and check that out. Also, we're brought to you by El Yucateco Hot Sauce. It is our primary sponsor. It is nutritious. It's delicious. There are seven flavors, so there's something for everyone. And certain mm. flavors are good on certain things. That's the thing. You do pair certain things. Green is good on burritos. Triple X is good on fucking everything. Black's good in chili. 
What else? What else is good on bread? Hamburgers. Hamburgers. It is good. Black's good on yeah. breakfast items. Breakfast items. Yeah, breakfast items it is good on that. Anything you want a little bit of smoky on? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So go check that out. Um, if you haven't, it's available at most the major red grocery is good stores. on popcorn. Mm. It is multinational. It is. You can yeah. find it all kinds pork of crazy chops. places. Someone like in fucking chops. Ireland or someone posted like a big fucking display of it. So, mm. I mean, it's all over the fucking place. So if you can't get it, um, there are some websites internationally. If you just Google it and Google where you live, a lot of times you find distribution there. I mean, they started out in Mexico and then we got, yeah. them, we got them worldwide. We famous. did. We took them worldwide. So, it was our van tour. Worldwide. We used That's to drive right. around the van. Yep. Yeah. No, um, no windows. But you can candy. also check out uh, shopelucateco.com. Um, and if you go to shopelucateco.com and make any purchase, there are still stickers left. Yes. Um, they, we have an exclusive sticker that is a collaboration with El Yucateco and Sofa King Podcast. They can only be had by making a purchase on the website at, at shopelucateco.com. So go check that out and use code Sofa King to get that sticker and save some money at the same time. Yeah, I think there's like five out of the ten left. Yeah, there might be. Someone didn't get one, but they they got back at him. What's going on, bro? I haven't. I thought I heard shitty music next door. Gunshots. Not yet. Not like the big ones you hear in war movies. I don't (laughs) just. I don't hear it. I heard it. I don't hear it. I heard it. You guys are tripping. Oh, I did just hear something. See? See? Mm -hmm. (laughs) I think they're warming up over there. Maybe. They're not supposed to. Oh, it's Monday. They're on Monday. Yeah. All right. Last um, Monday, we got away with it. We did. Also, check out Print Dirt Cheap. Go to printdirtcheap.com to get stickers and printed goods. Um, and you can also use code Sofaking Podcast over there and save some money. Check out Two Day Banners if you're in need for a banner. If you've got a business or a soccer team or you want to play a practical joke on your friend and put a giant cock across their wall, it's always that. Or you can put Morgan Freeman's clit or on a banner. David Banner. Yeah. You can have a banner. You can make a Bruce right. Banner. Yeah, you can make a Bruce Banner. Do that. So do that at twodaybanners.com. You can also use code SOFAKING to save some money. If you need the banner fast, they get that shit to you in two days. I did it, and it showed up in two days. It was impressive. Um, also, check out Jimmy D's Tees. You can go to jimmydstees.com, and he makes all kinds of shit that he sells. Um, and he can make stuff for you as well. And we have that stuff over at sofakingpodcast.com forward slash shop. Um, check out SKR Apparel at S-U-I-K-E-R Apparel.com. All kinds of cool uh, clothing and stuff whatever from Nicole Smith Bosch and uh, you can check out RetroVague as well um, RetroVague.com use code 80skid if you like 80s inspired clothing and gear there's coffee cups and hats and all kinds of cool stuff over there so go check that out and uh, don't forget to check out Mindframe Podcast um, at MindFramePodcast.com and across all platforms Google Play Apple Podcast all that good stuff it's everywhere go check it out if you're into sci-fi um, Dave and I work hard making that and uh, Dave is a genius. You're, you're going to like it and you're going to binge it. So go check that out. That's all I got. Comes that music. Um, Dave has a keen ear. He picked up on that. I heard it. I heard yeah, it. The door's not shut though. So um, yeah, that's true. Yeah. So we have a school member of the month and it's uh, actually it's Becky Nielsen, mm-hmm. uh, Leslie Nielsen's daughter. Oh, I didn't realize yeah, that. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, <clears throat> great actor. Mm-hmm. Um, funny guy. He's like a, uh, does he kind of look like Steve Martin to you? A little bit. The white yeah. hair, the yeah, age, yeah. yeah. And he worked he, with, uh, he worked closely with uh, Orenthal James Simpson. He did. Mm-hmm. He did. Yes. Yeah. Which, which naked, uh, yeah, he, he banged Becky. Yeah, that's how she got um, the cold sore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And it's like a lifelong OJ cold sore. Or? Yeah, OJ did. Okay. Yeah, she was young. That's why Leslie Nielsen did the naked yeah. gun movies because he actually held her at gunpoint when he banged her and she was yeah. naked. Um, and so then Leslie Nielsen yeah. named the movies after the event. I think and that the got too dark. That went yeah. real dark real yeah. fast, yeah. It's O.J. Simpson. He fucking murdered his wife. <laughs> no, he didn't. Fucking no, he didn't. <laughs> no, he didn't. His son did. He took the, he took the rap. 
Have you ever watched any that of the? Right. We can watch that. If you find like old clips of uh, Norm Macdonald when he did Weekend Update during the OJ trial, uh, it is the it. most brutal OJ yeah. jokes. Like uh, the crowd doesn't even laugh like, at him. They're just terrible <laughs> because uh, they're so brutal. Yeah. It's like everybody's still like on the fence and doesn't want to believe OJ. Did I can it. see and, him smiling. Oh and, like, yeah, every punchline like, was just that's because he's because he's a murderer. You know? Yeah, that's great. <laughs> pretty good. Yeah. Speaking probably, of murder, probably uh, hosting. Yeah, Becky Nielsen, our school member of the yes. month. Um she likes murder. She mm-hmm. likes uh jokes. She likes uh large items. Walks in walks <laughs> in the park. Yeah. yeah. Walks Sunset. in a park in the in the dark and stamp collections. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So she has a stamp collection. She's she asking to be one. serial killed. Yeah. Yeah. She she's asked she like walks up to guys like in the park at night, like when they're by themselves. She's like, Do you wanna do you wanna see my stamp collection? Right. And they're like, What the fuck? Right. Sure, shouldn't I'll see she, your stamp collection. Then they just then then she just has stamp collection? Huh? No, she they want her stamp collection. Because it's nobody's gonna walk around with the stamp collection. I think she'd be more effective if she walked up and said, "Hey, do you want to show me your stamp collection?" Because then, even if, if the person does want to murder somebody, even if they don't have a stamp collection, they're like, "Oh, she's she's DTM." Yeah, like she's yeah. down to murder. Yeah, you know? yeah. She just ends up having sex with them in the park, though. Yeah. Her knees There's are really. Yeah, she she's like, confused about serial. But the thing is, yeah. though, Becky, you could probably just have sex. Like, you don't need to do any of that stuff in order to yeah, yeah. to lure a man to yeah. have sex. Pretty just much, go, yeah. Just go to a bar and probably... Just say you want to have sex. Yeah. 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 She puts Captain Crunch in her pussy because it doesn't get soggy. Yeah. I heard that. That's just, a, ru- that's just a rumor. Yeah. I wonder if he, I wonder she was if confused it, about I wonder if she killer. likes it she better. killing boxes of Captain yeah, Crunch yeah, yeah. with her pussy. Yeah. I wonder if she likes it better if they eat it with a metal spoon or a plastic spoon. Does that make it... Sometimes the plastic spoons have sharp edges. Mm, yeah. yeah. Metal's so. probably safe. It's smooth. Yeah. Could be. What if it has a jagged edge? Like a little, you know how they get the little chip from I the I never met a spoon with a jagged edge. You know how, like, hold on, though. You know how you <laughs> drop a spoon in the in the garbage disposal and oh, accidentally it hits oh. and it's got that, yeah. that fucking thing that cuts That's your right. lip, you know? Yeah. Mm, that would hurt. But anyway, thanks, Becky. Um, <laughs> <laughs> she got appreciate crunch, it. She got crunch berries. Uh, just the crunch berries. Yeah. 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 You know she something? Needs some you, ointment. Can, you can buy just like a part of a cereal. And Adam, Adam Pedroza, uh, that used to work here as my business partner, yeah. he liked Lucky Charms. He bought just the marshmallows one year. Like he found like a yeah, place that sells that. just yeah. the marshmallows yeah, and mm-hmm. bought all the marshmallows from Lucky Charms. Yeah, because somebody wanted just the other pieces. Yeah, so you could probably <laughs> buy Crunch Berries. Yeah. You can. You no, can, they have just the Crunch Berries. They have berries. just the Crunch Berries in a box. You yeah. can get them at Walmart. Oh, really? Yeah. They have them at Albertsons. For right. years. Yeah. Are they tart? No, they're just the berries. Yeah. I know. Aren't they're those good. tart though? No? No. Not really. Not really. You can get Fruity Pebbles. You can get just the Fruity Pebbles. That's true. Well, you can get Cheerios. That's just the Cheerios. Just Cheerios. Just Honey Nut Cheerios. Yeah. Or that's regular. That's Or like boring. just Who checks. Who would buy that? You yeah. can get just checks. Just checks. Yeah. Speaking of boring, Becky Nelson, our uh, Sculpt member of the month. She just gets a Honey Nut. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> 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 if you're on Reddit, go to R forward slash Sofa King Podcast, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We are at Sofa King Podcast. Personal Instagrams, I'm at Raised with Wolves. We have Sofa King Brent and Sofa King Dave. Also, check out Eucateco underscore Hot Sauce, Jimmy D's Tees, and Podbilly. Uh, if you're a fan of the show, go to patreon.com backslash Sofa King Podcast to support the show. Uh, we really appreciate it. I can't hear the microphone. This music's put it. Oh, they can hear it. Everyone always says they can hear it. All right. Have a good time.